on this episode of Movies Ruin My Life, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was born ready. Okay. Turtle time. Ready? Let's do it. You want me to say ready again? Ready? Um, okay. So this is East. Hello. That's Devin. Hello. That's Nick. Hey. I'm Brandon. And Ninja Turtles, gentlemen. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to start things off, if I could, real quick, because I want to, as kind of a precursor to where the show, I believe, is going, I think this is going to be an absolute ball of chaos, and it should be fun. It should be really fun to listen back to this. But <clears throat> I was talking to Nick about this episode last night, and I mentioned to him, I, I texted him, I said, uh, hey, have you read any of the IDW comics? Be- you know, because I just read a bunch. And he just replies back, yeah, I, I have a bunch of the Mirage issues saved and it, and it was immediately like okay i already see that nick has an agenda coming in here he just wants to talk like classic turtles not really i want to go <laughs> up on like the tv series too especially the live action one i mean it was shit but there was just one episode in general that i was just like as a kid it's like the greatest thing on the planet yeah but just completely fucking dismissed me just like hey what did you think of the new origin story it's just nope nope originality idw yep no fucking comment mirage all the way it's so interesting. Okay, but we we have to kind of favor, like you said, we have to favor the on-screen stuff. Yeah. So and and not that you know the camera that we have can really see, but we've got pretty much every animated and every uh, oh, they're VHS. Over, they're so, over there. Yeah, I'm like staring, it's staring me in the face. <laughs> well, at least you can reference them throughout the episode, so that's good. Um, I wanted to start off though, if if you would wouldn't mind, gentlemen, with uh, your favorite turtle as a kid. Your favorite now, because a lot of people it changes, and the strangest toy item or or like you know child product, family product that you had of the turtles. So it could be like you know Ninja Turtle shampoo, because you know we all had that, or like wh- whatever the weirdest thing was. I remember having a the song book, the keyboard music book for the first Ninja Turtles. Movie. <laughs> it was yeah. <laughs> And actually trying to play all that stuff on my little kid keyboard. Yeah, that didn't work out so well. But uh, in any case, we'll get to me. Who wants to kick us off? Uh, All right, I'll do this. All right. Uh, Favorite turtle when I was a kid was uh, definitely a tie between... Actually, fuck it, it was Leo. Leo? I was was, was Leo as a kid. Okay. Surprisingly, I know I was Leo. Why did you like Leo as a kid? Uh, Blue is my favorite color. Okay. Um, and a real deep kid. I was, yep. And then the more I grew up, uh, and then started smoking pot and then eating a lot of pizza, <laughs> um, I realized that, um, I am Mikey. I didn't plan on becoming Mikey, yeah, but I am Mikey. It's just kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devin, don't take away from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, for sure, that's what it was. And then the strangest, yeah, Mikey, all the way. Uh, the strangest toy, I would say, or like fan collectible memorabilia was I had a this real bitchin' turtle um, TV tray, which is oh, funny yeah. because I because my parent, which is weird for me to have it, like, for us to have a TV tray because like I'm you know half Italian, which 
you know, to society makes me full Italian. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and uh, so we would have dinner together. We would sit around and have these family dinners. And so I never had a use for a TV tray because I always ate with my family. Um, but I, it was wicked. And it was like it was like the Eastman, like, drawing style yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. thing. Nice. And it was really, really cool. And I used it to, you know, eat cookies while I watched Growing Pains. Perfect. <laughs> Kevin? Um, it was always Donatello for me. Uh, and then when the video game came out, mm -hmm. uh, that just reaffirmed that uh, that's like... This is the Nintendo, the first Nintendo game? Yeah, yeah. That you game can, was hard. You can, like, uh, get on top of platforms and then just bow down. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just yeah, 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 yeah. You can hit things a level above, too. So, so that, you know, kind of solidified it. It's purple, but, you know, whatever. That's like a warrior. You didn't regal. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't see color back then. Yeah. yeah. You and you shouldn't know. It's, <laughs> it's all just Ninja Turtles, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. what it's about. And while the product itself wasn't weird, the outcome certainly was. But we used to have those Ninja Turtles, uh, the cookies, like the little um, oh. turn your pee or your poop uh, like bright, bright green. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever have the toffee bars too? The green fucking toffee yes. bars. Yes. Oh man, I still they have. Came with comics. Uh, yeah. They they were like glued to the front. <laughs> yeah, man. I used to. I still so have like that taste in my mouth of the chemical. Yeah. Oh Because that's man. all it was. Perfect. Nick, favorite turtle back then was Raph. Okay. I don't know why. It was just the original movie. He's just the wise talker. He's yeah. just badassery. And now it's Leo. It's Leo? Oh, yeah. Because, like, the, the story changed so much, like, from, like, when I was a kid till now. And, like, Leo's more darker, more leader-ish. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I like Leo. Okay. Pretty bad. He's more badass than Raph, at least. Raph just seems whiny at this point. Okay. And as for weird turtle memorabilia, fuck, I didn't have anything like that. Really? Yeah, I just had, like, the generic toys. Like, it was a turtle, and then you flip it open, and it turns into, like, one of them. Oh really? So you never had? Did you have any of the toys that had the the open back shells? Yeah, you could pull the and then you pull the piece in toys then, out of them. Well, no, it was like, a like weapons. It was out like of? a transformer at that point. It's like you make it into a turtle, and then like you pull the back, and then you turn it around, and then it turns mm -hmm. into a turtle. Right on. Weapon. Yeah, that's all I had. Yeah. That in the video games. Right on. The first Turtles game was the hardest fucking thing I've ever played in my life. I never yeah. beat it. I you, still can't even. You can't. I can't even figure I don't it out. Think I ever beat it either. It's hard, man. It is. Like, you go above the sewer and you just get mowed down by that stupid truck. Yeah, as we, soon as Donnie dies, you're fucked. Yeah, no, man. no. <laughs> Mikey was actually... No, Mikey was better than Donnie. because oh, you could throw the nunchuck, right? You could no. throw it, but no, he just no? whipped it, but you can jump oh, up throw and then, the size. Yeah, you could throw Raph's size. You can throw Raph's size, but Donnie just swung it, so when you jump up, you can actually hit something higher than you. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm faster. Sweet. You can throw Raph's size? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. No, he just like stabs. I think. I didn't I, even. You picked up like throwing stars. Oh, yeah, you picked time, up like power ups and shit. We yeah. have that game around here somewhere too. I know. Uh, you know, I was fine with with everything until you get to the water level where you gotta um yeah, yeah. Uh, disarm the bombs. Which like first, did the turtles ever even do that? No, no. Was there ever anything remotely like this? No, the only one no, who would know how to disarm is. a bomb is yeah. Donnie. All of those games, yeah, they in that were developed era, they were... as like 
their own game and yeah. then they go to sell it to Nintendo and they're like, but, well, we could make a Ninja Turtles, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, the best Ninja Turtles would be game. done with like two programmers in like a fucking yeah. week. Like, we got a Ninja Turtles movie coming out. Let's capitalize on it. We got the rights for it, so go. And then they yeah. just make something. And you can tell it doesn't even match up either because the cover of the game is them all in the red bandanas. And then when you play the game, they're all in the colored bandanas. Yeah. It's, it's that shirtless chainsaw guy and those weird, like, two leg things that, like, jump down from the roof. Yeah. Like, it's, it's as if Tim Burton did a fucking Ninja <laughs> Turtles game. Which might not be bad. Oh, no. I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah. It'd work. All right. So, uh, my favorite turtle as a kid was Donatello. I don't know why. I think I always really wanted to be smart, and that just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I I liked him a lot. I I liked the um, I remember really liking the relationship that he had in the 1990 movie with mm-hmm. uh, like that scene where they're they're going back and forth uh, with Casey Jones, him and Casey Jones, and they're fixing the car and Jack face. Yeah, they're going <laughs> alphabetically through the insults. That was a good moment. I know I played that game with people after that, and then uh, I also like the I had like every fucking toy so it's it's hard for that part i'll get to that in a second but as i got older um <clears throat> i realized that i'm whoa what was that had some feedback there in any case uh raf for sure now nowadays uh he is part of it's probably the this you know the budding cinephile in mm-hmm. me through my teenage years to today and so forth like uh, that i very much realized okay this is the most developed character of mm-hmm. the turtles uh and and i'm like that i don't really i like people on my own terms i don't inherently just want to you know be buddy buddy with everybody and these sorts of things um and and i like that kind of lone wolf energy to the character i think that he's the only one in the at least in the film universe in both series thus far that really could hold a or not both in every series because there's like a million um that can hold his own if they were to kind of separate them and i actually the reason i asked you about the idw uh comics uh nick was because i wasn't i was curious about your um your take on him being alone for a full year like him not being like training with the turtles yeah there's some runs like that was really cool i that's why i pre the show but in any case but if you go back to that run too it's splinter sends him to send the message to shredder he picks oh, him the, alone. Fir- the original mirage the original yeah yeah he's, yeah he throws a side through the window with the with, note yeah he's like i got three guards i can go stealthy but no he just goes full tilt onto him and kills them both yeah and then the third one uh the third one thinks he can take him i yeah. like that it's it's well written and i love that the 90s movie uh Plays a lot of homage to the original run. Almost perfect uh, retelling of, for, the, of the some origin for story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really cool. Like some stuff is very different because it has to be, but that just it's literally almost taken out of the panels of the comics and put on the screen. So that's cool. Weirdest thing I ever owned of theirs had to be, and I owned a lot of shit. Like I had Ninja Turtles sheets, Ninja Turtles pajamas. Oh yeah, I had that music book. I yeah, already the referred to. I've, yeah, of course. Is it the faces? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not creepy mm-hmm. at all. Two pairs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had uh, all, like, every fucking toy. I had a giant uh, Leo, I want to say. Maybe mm-hmm. Donnie, I can't remember. Um, that was, like, uh, stuffed and soft. And I used to, I had a Ninja Turtles chair, table, the same table you had. But the weirdest one 
is these um, Ninja Turtle like drawer uh, clamps. You put them over the handle on your drawers, and and they stayed there, right? So mm-hmm. they they had like their feet and their hands stuck together, mm-hmm. and and they had the they had to stay there, and they were like squishy, and they made little sounds when you you open the drawer. Oh really? It was so weird. Like, why would you ever make that product? It's just so every day I would get up and I'd be so stoked because I'd see the four turtles hanging on my drawer. <laughs> but it, it, in retrospect, just like, Say good morning, why did you buy that? Yeah, why did you buy that for me? Like, you're totally indulging. You know, I also had this wicked, this wicked metal tin that uh, when I was a kid, it was because I didn't actually have the sewer yet. I would put my turtles in there, in and the that tin? would, and that would be the, t- that would be the sewer. But the more I grew up and I found it, I was like, oh, awesome. And then that's where I ended up storing my pot for many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> it was wicked. I was, it was really, my bot, my bot, and, and the funny thing was, I would leave it like in my room. My mom would always just be like, oh, well, there's nothing in the turtle tin. Why would he use the turtle tin? And then, but really inside the turtle tin, I had all these fucking mint gums lined around. Yeah. So you couldn't smell anything but mint, even yeah. if you were to even get close to it, to be like, oh, the turtle tin smells nice. He's keeping something nice in there. And no, it was. I love how on every episode your mom sounds completely different <laughs> in, in your retellings of stories with her. Well, did you, you got you got many different sides of Lynn East. Yeah, you gotta. You know, did you guys respect. ever have like birthday parties where you had a turtle guy come and dress up? No, but I had no. a turtle party though. My brother had that. Yeah, this guy shows up in a turtle suit. I think he was dressed as Mikey, and it was like I think my brother was like fifth birthday or something like that. And the kids swarmed him. He was only there for twenty seconds, like at least like five minutes, and gone. Yeah. Mikey, you're not Mikey. Mikey would like pick these kids up and throw them around. Yeah, he would have been loving it. He would have yeah. loved the attention. Mm-hmm. If anything, he was Raph. Yeah, he worried. <laughs> I'm not having. He just that. got he's... the bandanas mixed up. Yeah, he was a, he's a poor man's Raph, is what it was. Yeah, I. Uh... That's another thing I love about Raph is because, like, I was a really, really angry kid, and he's a really, really angry kid. So maybe that's why I like him now because I still understand where he's coming from all the time. It's <laughs> like you're right. Everyone else is wrong. They're all fucking yeah. idiots. In my teenage years, when I when I started rewatching them, like it is the funny thing about turtles is they never, as old as you get, they never leave your life. No, they're not going to. There's you're always going to be another reiteration yeah, of the turtles. But and the thing is, you're just going to suppress your love for them for a little bit. Yeah, and, and then come back. Yeah, like for me, it's like you know, I'll be hanging out with like my nieces, and then. Next thing you know, on TBS, here's Ninja Turtles. You're like, well, now I gotta watch it. <laughs> you know, like I'm not not gonna watch it. Everybody has like a. There's always like a certain movie that if it's on, you sit there and you watch it. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's that and Basic Instinct. And like Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> I, I I got uh, I got stuck me. in a Kindergarten Cop loop this uh, this weekend where I caught the the second half of it, mm-hmm. or not this weekend, the weekend previous. I caught the second half of it, and then it was like one of those instant replay things. Mm -hmm. So then I watched the whole movie again. So good. Oh, both times that he goes out to the abusive father and fucking lays him out on the car. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, I I got goosebumps. I was like, yep, yep, that's that's Arnie at his best. So good. Beating up deadbeat dads. I love that, too. And he shows up to the school, which is like carrying his coat and like the red golf shirt. And then mom's like, I don't have any makeup on. She turns around. She's all upset. <laughs> and the thing is, too, is that like, but again, like that movie being Ivan Reitman, everyone was pretty natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a very good. But Turtles. Turtles. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This isn't 80s Action Week or 90s Action Week yet. No. <clears throat> March. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Where do we where do we go from here, gentlemen? I guess we should probably briefly touch on some of the com or some of the cartoon and some of the animated stuff before we get into the live action films. Sounds like a plan. Yep. So you want to just uh, do a quick round of thoughts on 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 the animated features because there's been quite a few. Obviously, the classic that is two year run back in '87 mm-hmm. that we saw in syndication as children. And then from there, there's been many iterations. Yeah, two thousand three iteration. Nickelodeon, yeah, that one, and like so the new Nickelodeon series, which is actually not that yeah, bad. not bad. There was a live action TV version, which we can touch on briefly if you want. East, I know you had some harsh words for it off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, but <laughs> so the original run. Let's go with eighty seven off the jump. Uncle Phil's the shredder. <laughs> Uncle Phil is the shredder. Yeah, that's fucking... that's pretty much yeah. sums it up. That's, that's pretty much it. Why you love it? Even wow. now, when you're an adult, you're like, yeah, but it's Uncle Phil. You ever seen that meme online? It's like you ever realize that the Shredder, uh, Deadshot, and War Machine were all in the same room at one time or another. Really? Yeah, Don Cheadle, Will Smith, and Uncle Phil were on the set of Fresh Prince for an oh, episode. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like mind blown. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Except two bad guys and then a half-assed hero. Okay. Yeah. Who's the half-assed hero? War, War Machine? Machine? Oh, fuck you. He's our A. <laughs> he, he, come on like the minute you let the Chito government can just show up okay Chito can just show anyone. up but the minute you let the government make you wear the fucking iron patriot suit and you lose war machine that's kind of balls you mean the moment that they let the script tell, tell him to you know as they're handing him a check fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what Cheadle did his job yeah exactly. he's just on Cheadle <laughs> they should just make the Cheadle movie already just, they should just Cheadle just Cheadle is Captain Planet already like fuck if we're gonna keep oh, it yeah 80s. that was fantastic in any case the original uh, cartoon. You want, I, you, yeah, yeah, I rewatched it this week. Actually, last night I, while you were texting me, I'm just watching the first episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. It's so campy. It's so fun. It's still so fun. Yeah, another one of these series that plays on multiple levels too. And that you can really that, enjoy. And it's weird though because I watched the newer stuff, like the Nickelodeon CG cartoon, and they follow the same story. Yeah, pretty much almost the same story. It's, um. Yamato Yoshi is Splinter. Yes, which is the IDW thing. Mm-hmm. It's a reincarnation. Yeah, it's the IDW of... story, not the Mirage story, though. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's fucking weird. Like, I, I still don't understand. That's the one thing that I don't like about those comics that these the the new IDW run is that like so, uh, yeah. So Hamato Yoshi and his four sons now mm-hmm. are killed at the hands of. Orokosaki and come are reincarnated in the form of a rat and four turtles. Really? Oh, that's that's um, the that's the one that's what they go with. But. Yeah, but the original cartoon run it was good. You get hints <clears> at like <throat> Bebop and Rocksteady like as their human forms. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it's a great and also I love the uh all of the like straight to VHS like you see over there now. Oh, yeah, I've had one of those. They're they're all from that 87 run. You know my favorite my favorite line is was in I think it was the it was the first episode, and uh, you know they're talking about April, and then Donnie goes, "Oh, well, you know women," and then Raphael <laughs> just goes, "No, we don't. That's the first girl we've ever met." <laughs> I was howling, man. My favorite line out of the first howling. episode was, "It's like, oh no, what's wrong? April get taken by the shredder? No, the check." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good shit. Yeah, they don't got money. They just came out of the sewer for the first time. She puts them in trench coats. So Donnie, I'm not Donnie, I'm Leo, because they all look the same besides the mask. Um, 
this is the first uh, iteration where April is a news reporter, correct? Yeah. yeah. The original, I think, <clears throat> Mirage run, she was actually Baxter Stockman's assistant. assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the new movie, they had her as an archaeologist. and Was she an assistant Ooh. to Baxter? In the... Um, in the computer generated movie, yeah, yeah, she be she no that kind of like takes off from the original. That's kind of like a sequel to the last CGI movie. Yeah, but the, the she has a different. She's not a news reporter. She no, has a but she kind of takes over her father's business of like running the antique store and then yeah. goes on an archaeological run and shit like that. Mm. Yo, which yeah, is kind of cool. I mean, it's like sweet. You see, like cool. the antique shop. It's like okay, I'll run the fucking shop. So it's like a, it's a spiritual successor to three or to two. It's like to secret two, yeah. views. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I like it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll um, get into that. <laughs> um, the live action series. Hang on. Oh, you're still going here? We're going animated. We're going to go animated. We're going to talk a little bit through. We'll go to break, get our thoughts together, and then we'll get into our beloved live action. I'm talking the TV series. Oh. Okay. I'll let you talk on that one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the Hummer? The Hummer. Oh. Oh, man. That's all I have to say about that. Mmm. I watched a lot of that on I TV. I did it was watch Fox it. Kids, right? Yeah, it was yeah, Fox yeah. Kids. So I, I watched a lot of it because... Uh, Do you remember the crossover? Is Power, Power Rangers? Rangers? Yeah. To me, that was the shit. I was just like, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, greatest two team-ups of all time. Mm. And then they do like the whole... You like, like VR Rangers? <laughs> Virtu- yeah, man. Troopers, VR. Virtual reality. Yeah. There was that in Beetleborgs. Right. <laughs> oh, big bad Beetleborgs. Come on. Yeah, there's, yeah, not even... I still can understand. You remember how Beast was? Was the title for Beast Wars? I know this is off topic, but we've already done Beasties. that a million times. In on Canada, was Beasties on YTV? Yeah. Was on Beasties? YTV. Yeah. yeah. What is with that? Like war, war. war okay, so instead, you you like subtly in... we're peacekeepers. No, it wasn't that. It yeah, was... but it was a little bit like if you hear Beasties, you're not thinking like I, you know, my mom wanted to check out what that movie was, or what that show was before she let me watch it because she's like, wait, wait, are you sure this isn't like something sexy like that we shouldn't be getting into here? It made me laugh because I didn't realize that you guys that it was called Beasties and Candle until I was 16 when I first got cable. I always had antenna, so yeah. I always watched it as Beast Wars. I yeah. referred to it as Beast no, Wars, and in elementary Beast school, Wars like. Me too. The only other guy that really watched it was my buddy Pete, and Pete knew exactly what the fuck I was talking about. Um, But the fact that it was called Beasties... Well, that was around the time that like a legislation came out, because if you remember Batman the Animated... It's all getting cut, by the way. Okay. It's my fault. Yeah. Sorry. But you remember Batman the Animated Series, how they had like real guns and like the actual gun sounds? Yeah. yeah. Well, about that same time, they switched it, and a law came out. It's like, you can't really show that type of violence, so they all switched to like lasers. Now, every time you see... Somebody on screen in a cartoon, it's either a laser shot or something like that. And something like, not resembling a gun, so that's kind of why yeah, Beasties was makes around. Sense. Mm. Beasties. I guess Turtles was ahead of its time then because they had the oh, laser guns. Yeah, they had laser guns. They No, the foot had like... Laser guns. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing obviously that the... I want to talk about with, with with the origins of the Turtles and something that the cartoon did really well, but did it in a completely different way. Is and th- that it seems as though even fans of the series have somewhat forgotten is the fact that this world is is a malleable world. It's uh, and it's it's grounded in the world that it is in, not in some sort of reality that we understand. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like a character like Krang, you mm-hmm. know that can make sense in that universe and doesn't need to make sense for us here. Conversely, um, things like uh, off the top of my head, I forgot where I was going with this, but 
trying to get back to it here. I apologize. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Things like um, what a lot of people are plotting Deadpool for, mm-hmm. for example, with the in jokes and uh, breaking the fourth wall. Literally, not just in the writing. They did it more in the writing, obviously, but um, say, for example, the foot. That's the fucking hand. Like it's like oh, it's literally just it's, even the creators have mm-hmm. come out and said it. They've taken a lot of their splinter dues. is is fucking uh, stick. Yeah, they've taken a lot of their dues from the de- like Daredevil series. A lot of Miller oh, comics. Lot, yeah, that's why yeah. the, the original run so they've dark. Even said it. Yeah. And what's also and what's also really great too is the um, they like, took a lot of their social commentary and future world from RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, which is what's awesome because the guys love RoboCop. Yeah. Which is this just who, a good, that's a good sign. Who doesn't kinda, love RoboCop? But it's kind of cool though. I remember there was a crossover between the 2003 animated series and the 80s animated. Yeah, series. Yeah, that was cool. Where they had and it's see. like they go back to the 80s world. Yeah, and it's like there's giant like fruits and vegetables attacking April. It's like where the then like the 2003 <laughs> I was like where the hell are we? Oh, that's just April every day. She gets attacked. We deal with it. <laughs> it's just like this girl just like fruits and vegetables attacking. What do we do? Yeah, because they had to make toys that was their goal when when the animated series came around it was about making toys but that's what's so great about the series is that they've never hidden that fact they've never said oh okay well you know what um we're being serious we're being straightforward about this no they would they would make the most insane characters that they could and they you know they they joke if you watch any of the behind the scenes stuff and it's kind of cool it's that like way we, too. you can't have like a matching arm and leg like arm two arms and two legs that look the same they got to be different Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's and it was mandatory. Kinda cool, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool commentary because the 2003 series went into a darker, like more original style. Yeah, and then to see them mix in, it's like, what the hell are you guys doing? You guys don't even mm-hmm. use your weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also um, one thing I also did like about the original series as well was how it really, it really this laughed at itself. Yeah, 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 it really laughed at itself. Like, uh, I remember there was one of the episodes where it was like, so how are we going to get through this? Let's bust out the anti-gravity boots from episode five. And the next thing you know, they're wearing anti-gravity boots in like, <laughs> like in, from like, in like, it's like a season later, you know, and they're just like, we're going to put these on and we're doing it. They're like, man, the, the, Donnie, that was a really good idea. He's like, thanks. And they're just walking, like, yeah, but fuck. that's what I'm talking no about. No other cartoon, like not a lot of cartoon shows did that. Like X-Men didn't do that. Spider-Man no. didn't do that. And even the cartoon shows that like we love, like. At the time, that were comical, like, you know, fucking, like, Eat the Cat or whatever else didn't, mm-hmm. you know, do episode references yeah, like that show actually yeah. did. Yeah, and that's what's great about it is that it, it's setting itself up as being like, this is all just fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's And it was world. even, like, the darkness of the original Black and Whites, which we talked about a little bit, where we've already hinted at a little bit, the Mirage run, um, it's dark as fuck. Like they kill a lot of people, mm-hmm. but um, well, they sh- kill the gang. They kill, kill the gang. They kill Shredder twice. Wait, no, <laughs> Shredder gets blown up the first time, and then he gets decapitated, which is yeah. fucking incredible. Which is sweet. There's a two page like splash panel. They kill. It. They kill a lot of Foot Clan members. You know, like and then you get into like the single issue runs of like IDW. It's like whoa. Yeah, it's, it's more campy. It's... it's more fun. I mean, I remember reading one where it's uh. Now, they, they have the Transformer rights, too, so that makes sense. Do. Yeah. Well, there was one I read. It was like they're back in like the prehistoric age. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they got transported back in time. They're teaching a cave woman how to play baseball. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Mikey, what are you doing? You're going to freak out a paleo- uh, some archaeologist. He writes, Wilma loves 
uh, Fred. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I got a piece of stone and just leaves it there. Wilma loves exactly, Fred. and these are the sorts of like these cultural references and the idea of being able to reference our world. Mm-hmm. Even though they are in theirs, because and of that it's, run, it's, it's perfect. Like, it's perfect. They make like a midnight run to go see aliens yeah. at the drive. Well, do you guys remember before we get into those films, the the film that that Ralph Ralph scenes in the Critters. first is Critters, and yeah. he's like, "Where do they come up with this stuff?" I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is Which so is true. It's yeah. I know that's that's how everybody feels after watching Critters. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Critters? Uh, really? Haven't seen it. Billy Zane? Haven't seen it. Aww. One of our early The episodes. only Billy Zane movie I've seen in Billy Zane being Billy Zane. Actually, there's two. Titanic and, and Phantom. Phantom. That's yeah. it for me. Yeah? Yeah. Aww. Titanic, he was a complete douche. You've seen Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, also. Or no, we're saving that. I'm Who's sorry. Billy Zane in Back to the Future? He's one of the goons. He's one of Biff's boys. How am I supposed to know that? He's an extra at that point. No, because he's Billy Zane, yeah. and it's Back to the Future, Nick. What's yeah, with everybody's like love affair everything. with fucking Billy Zane? Like everywhere I go, it's like Billy fucking Zane. Because, because he's handsome, and those eyebrows are fucking magical. <laughs> see, people don't understand my love affair of fucking George Clooney. It's like, what do you see in George Clooney? He's yeah. just fucking charming. Yeah. Everybody understands your. He's charming, <laughs> damn it! All right, if you yeah, everyone, everyone gets it. We're just all over it. We just I'm, we just accepted our. We've come to terms with our Clooney. I'm love. sorry. I just every time I see him on screen, I have to say it out loud. He's fucking charming. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I just missed the Roseanne hair, Clooney. <laughs> okay, it was good. <laughs> okay. Um, I I fuck I, your Billy Zane love. I want to know. Hang on a second here, guys. Is there anything else we need to touch on? I know we're going to bounce around because this episode's already going really chaotic. Uh, is is there anything else that we need to touch on with the animated series that you really, really want to get to um, before we start probably referencing the comics and the and the live action films a lot more? Um, the theme song, the oh. iconic. It's perfect. Nineteen eighty. It goes from nineteen eighty to now. Yeah, and everybody knows the fucking words. Yeah, well, they're just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over and over again, and then Heroes in a Half Shell. No. And then we're the world's most fearsome well, fighting team. Yeah, we're the They're really hip. Um, yeah. Leo leads the hotel. Oh, yeah, Builds yeah, machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does or does machines. machines. When Ra- the evil machines. shredder attacks. No, Raph, no yeah. Raph is cool but rude, and Michelangelo is a fucking party dude. dude. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah, I like how they didn't shy away from the F word in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't think you were watching the same cartoons. I, really yeah, I, was, I was watching the one created by Byway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, one of the ones that's over there behind you, East, is a, is a either a Burger King or a like a Pizza Hut or something uh, release. I can't remember. But yeah, it's uh, it, they're they're amazing. They're amazing, and like, I hope it's the hot rotting teenagers. And if you ever had a series, uh, we're gonna get into that in a minute. But a lot of people bag on these on the live action films for the product placement. You really want to? But see if you ever had a series <laughs> that deserved, I think it's the green one. If you're trying to look for the one that was like oh, the one at the top, yeah. hot rotting teenagers. Um, if you ever ha- had a series that was uh, suitable for product placement. This is organic product placement because yeah. the because teenagers reference things they want things Burger King perfect Burger King Kids Club yeah collect all four yeah you know I did twenty eight minutes 
Really? But yeah, like that that's what I love about I mean, the series probably... is that product placement works because kids talk about the things that are cool. Like they talk about Walkmans at the time. They Turtles talk about one. dominoes. They talk about um and now you can't even watch this without like even dominoes. even fucking Casey Jones being like a little primatine might have cleared that right up. <laughs> like all these things. The NHL that... is prominent. Yeah. Yeah, like all of this stuff is, uh, yeah, Wayne, the Wayne Gretzky joke. Like, that's what teenagers talk like. A uh, Jose Canseco bat? Yeah, really? Don't t- tell me you didn't tell pay me. for this. Tell oh, me you didn't pay money for this. Okay. Ooh. So it looks we'll it, it looks like we're getting into the live action one. So let's take Recoding. a little break. We'll come back, get into the live action films. Okay, so on our Twitter this week, at Mermel Podcast, at M-R-M-L Podcast on Twitter, uh, we'll be counting down our favorite songs from the 90s Ninja Turtles movie soundtracks. So follow us there on Twitter, or follow us on Facebook as well. We like Facebook now, apparently. I don't know. that question about like what you know what was it that separated this show i mean i think it's so uncanny that that ninja turtles you know had had became such a staple of every single person of our generation's childhood when every single company was trying to do the same thing with so many other yeah franchises and i think it's well i think it's because turtles didn't hide away from what it was it's it's called teenage mutant ninja turtles it was the hardest thing to market but the sheer fact that I think on the TV show, um, they straight up were just like, yeah, it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's for toys. And like it's produced because a yeah. toy company wouldn't make the toys without this show. And, and, that, <laughs> and that, that and the fact that it made so many pulp culture references that um, similar to Animaniacs, it didn't date itself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like and, Alien. Yeah, and like and, alien and, and, and it permanently <laughs> embedded itself into pop culture by referencing all these other things in pop culture. Yeah. I you like know? The Simpsons too, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know. Even in the intro to Animaniacs. Point used. Even in the intro to Animaniacs, there's a one line, Clinton plays the sax, and it's Bill Clinton playing a saxophone. Yeah, it's it's in the theme. And yeah, the Turtles are, are really, really good at that. And like you said, the, the, the episode reference thing... Um, there's tons of jokes about the shredder being this or that, you mm-hmm. know? and Let, let's give so that parents also love it. <laughs> I think is a is a big point because if parents can sit down and watch it, then they kind of feed it to their kids because like I would rather watch this that I can get enjoyment out of than something you know that that's fucking numbing like, for me to watch. You go down any toy store aisle, there's a fucking aisle dedicated to turtles. Yeah, and and the the company that originally owned the rights was not a big company. Like they didn't have a ton of money to initially do a huge push. Playmate, much in the same way as Star Wars, right? Yeah, Playmate yeah. was the yeah. toy company. Yeah, they didn't have a they didn't have a lot, man. But they were better quality than they are made now. Fuck. And you look well, at well, once they at, had money to put into them. All of the subsequent attempts to to um. To build that same kind of a, a sensation mm-hmm. um, shortly thereafter. I mean, it's in- incredible how similar um, the the formula is, but they just didn't take whatsoever. Like uh, biker mice from Mars. Yeah, like, although that's getting you've a done the same thing. Sharkers. <laughs> like it's just yeah. take take a yeah, street, yeah. Sharks, street sharks. Street sharks. Yeah. Hell yeah. And it, where where you're just taking all of these things that are cool to kids. Mm-hmm. Putting them together into a single thing that you can market to them, and yeah. then just 
they no, never stick. <laughs> but that was the thing is that well, but biker mics from Mars didn't again like didn't make the social commentary that turtles did. There yeah, you know what I mean, street sharks didn't make the social commentary that fucking turtles did, and the yeah. fact that turtles laughed at itself. And then was still making modern references and breaking the fourth wall. And also sending messages, moral yeah. messages to children, like you yeah. said. Yeah. You know, is is what made it such a fucking insane phenomenon that could go for as long as it did. Like, you, you can't name another, even toy brand, that has held down for... 30 years? 30 years, sure. But I, was, I would even say the pinnacle when we were kids. Mm-hmm. The fact that we had a peak interest from the age of, like three up until the age of like eight mm-hmm. is astonishing well these because this no show came out when we were one so we were already like full we were yeah. born into turtle media we yeah. missed a lot of it and we still and it's still and it's and it's but the point is it still had four years you name another toy in our generation even when we even stopped playing with toys that has lasted a fucking you know eight a fucking hogan eight year title run mm-hmm. man no other toy franchise has done that, man. Maybe Pokemon. Maybe. Pokemon uh, but was, no, Pokemon was we... my generation. It was huge. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. No, but you have a point there. I don't wanna I don't wanna go off of this for a second. That is really important. Is is that have you ever seen you've seen some of the, the documentaries on the turtles, right? And there's that behind the scenes clip, or not behind the scenes, but that's that boardroom meeting with uh uh, with their who? What's the name of the guy that uh, initially wanted to market them as a toy uh, to toy companies? I can't think of it. And he's sitting down and he's having a meeting uh, with Eastman and Laird, and he's saying, "Okay, like a good toy runs like two years. You get like a good run at a two mm-hmm. years. It's just thirty years later. I know, <laughs> and they're still the selling only, toys. The only two other franchises that I can think of that have had the same effect, toy run wise, would be Star Wars and Pokemon. Pokemon's still going strong, like fucking twenty years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so here's the thing though: Star Wars, Star Wars took a break, uh, and then came back after. Oh no, it's been going strong still. They've been doing like re-releases, all that. Yeah, you got to remember, like there was animated shows and everything. It's oh, never for really sure, gone I'm not, away. I'm not denying that. However, as a kid playing with toys, and I played with all of them, I didn't. Yeah, st- I didn't have any. Star that's Wars the thing. Toys. I didn't get into. I didn't get into Star. I didn't get into Star Wars toys until the special edition started coming out in the theaters. Ninety seven. You know what I mean? Why? Because you couldn't buy. I could maybe get a fucking droids lunchbox, but I'm not going to get an actual fucking Star Wars action figure. You know, made in the fucking eighties or nineties. You know what I mean? It was all done in like it was like all the original run shit. You know what I mean? It was past my fucking time. I'm just saying, man. What are you laughing at? The fuck's so goddamn funny. <laughs> I just got this image of you like. Because you started to say before, like, I, I didn't play with any Star Wars toys until, and in my mind, I just went to this image of you, like, wearing a suit, going for a job interview, and, like, putting the, your Star Wars toys into a briefcase. In a Ziploc bag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, after the meeting's over, just taking your tie off and, like, sitting down in the boardroom or something like that and playing with them. Like, <laughs> so not far off, man. But no, but, like... That was the first time I liked Star Wars. But even, but even then, like... at age 26. Like, I'm just thinking, like, as a kid, how I, you know, playing with toys and stuff like that... Ninja Turtles was a very oh, had, had a very had a the very good thing. run. Joe's stopped after a little bit. Oh, X Men stopped after yeah. a little bit. Batman didn't really stop. Batman, Batman never. Batman. Stopped. That's the thing. Batman never stopped, but the quality of them were just oh shit after after yeah. the animated series run. Yeah, and um, 
But uh, yeah, Batman. Yeah, Batman never really stopped. That's true. But Batman's, you know, that's a comic book institution. You can, take, you, can you can separate yeah, that. Power Rangers stop. You can sure. sep- you can separate that from whatever else. But even then, Power Rangers. Yeah, but Batman really did get a resurgence from the the strength of the animated series. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Much like the turtles did. And like those toys. Fuck, I had. I could. Ha- I swear, I had them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the same with me with turtles. Like I literally had. You remember those uh, those briefcases that you got for action figures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like you could you open it up and you had these four or five stacks that you could put. You know, eight toys per row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had three of them for turtles. Good for you. Yeah, I, just, I know. I just had it's like insane. a plastic bin that we got at like Walmart. And looking sh- back, sellers. like I was the only child of a single mom until mm-hmm. I was age seven or eight when she remarried. Uh, and and like there's probably days that she went without like a meal to buy me a fucking action figure. You know how bad I feel as an adult now being mm-hmm. like, mom, why did you get me that third Raphael toy? But you still have the action <laughs> figure. So That's the thing though, man. Like, well, well, yeah, a lot of them actually we donated a few years back. Mm-hmm. What? Kids need to play. Like, I don't, I'm not uh, a collector. Donating is one, yeah. Like, but if no. you lose them in a garage Well, the funny thing was, no, no, I, yeah. just to tag on your point about like, your mom buying you all that stuff, like, my mom did, was it was very similar the same thing because it got to a yeah, point where my mom of you, where you my know? mom well, yeah well that, but the, <laughs> it's even so, worse you need so, one for each so yeah, my I'm but, the youngest of three my so mom, I got it worse my mom was like yeah, fuck that my mom got really into it though yeah because at this point she's like oh I know the I know what the kids oh, yeah. have and I know what they don't have yeah so when like like X X Men Ninja Turtles and Star Wars there'd be times when I would come home from school or even just lunch because I lived close to my school and there would be like an action figure there and my mom's like. I know you don't have that one, you know, and it's like, no, no, I don't. And she, she's getting into it because yeah, it's, my mom loved that show. Like we would sit down and watch that show together. I remember one time I got grounded and she told me you're grounded right after Ninja Turtles. And yeah. we sat down and watched Ninja Turtles together. And it's no. like one of my earliest memories is her grounding me and then immediately telling me, but after Ninja Turtles, <laughs> it's just like the show because it was like, yeah, and it was, yeah. And, and then even March. for the rest of the week, like I came straight home and I, I, I couldn't have been that old. Because uh, I remember being, you know, my grandpa coming to pick me up at school, walking me home, and then I remember like after dinner, I just went straight to, you know, kind of mm-hmm. bed or whatever. But I, I was allowed to come out in the family room and watch Ninja Turtles every mm-hmm. night, being grounded because you're yeah, right, you're right. There's something about the show, and you're right too, Devin. I'm pointing at East, but you're right in that there's something special about this show when you have adults encouraging their children to watch it. And, and and that's pretty pretty yeah. awesome. See, like we can all remember like toy runs that we had, like collecting wise as kids. Like, see me, I was like the youngest of three, but we always had. For me, the big three: Batman, Star Wars, Power Rangers. Mm. That was it. Those are the big three that I had. Turtles. Okay. Well, let's was talk my... about that on the Ninja Turtles show. <laughs> but turtles, but turtle wise though, turtle wise, my brother was the oldest. Yeah, he was born in '88, so okay, he got so, so he, he got he turtle was... toys. So yeah. I got hand me down turtle toys. Nice. So I mixed them into my collection. Nice. Oh man, Turtle teams up with Batman. Yeah, when my brother stopped, I just had doubles of everything. So we only, I only had to buy one Foot Clan because he was just in front of all my fucking double ups of all my <laughs> other Ninja Turtles. Right? That's when the imagination station came in, buddy. Like, that's, <laughs> they're all Foot oh, Clan. We, we all had it. I didn't have an April. I had a Donnie with no legs. Like, that was, <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody ever have a Casey? Oh, fuck, yeah, I had two Casey's. I had the original run Casey, and I had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Casey, where you could take off the fucking helmet. He had, like, a Jason helmet and long hair, and you could take it off, and then it was him with the beard and the shaved head from 3, where he was, like, a villain, which we'll get to. Oh, the pirate villain? Yeah. 
Yeah. Sure. Okay, so I know what you're thinking. We didn't get to a single live-action film in that segment. We're getting to it. Just another reminder to reach out to us this week on Twitter or via email or comment on our SoundCloud page. We like that. Um, and follow us on Facebook, all of this nonsense. Uh, and most importantly, uh, thank you to all of those who have, in previous episodes, kind of reiterated things that we've been saying about the importance of the first Turtles movie, which we are actually going to really talk about now. Here we go. All right, so we're back, and let's get into it, gentlemen. We've already been talking a lot about the live-action films in the break, as well as Power Rangers and a bunch of other stuff. Well, let's let's get into it. Uh, 1990, this m- masterful fucking film comes out. Um, and like, uh, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. We're going to get into that. Some of the reviews, it's so interesting to see, like, uh, you know, the Chicago Tribune re- review, for example, and some of these other uh, reviews that just kind of miss the point. And, and, and... I think we're in a different era now for comic book movies mm-hmm. um, where people understand the films a little bit differently. Um, but going back to, to this film, it's amazing the strength of just of how, like we kind of talked about in the first segment, magical of an idea the whole thing is. And so you per- perfectly cast, first of all. Uh, with Judith Hogue and uh, Elias Coteus being your human characters that you actually give a shit about. And just... Uh, Not even that. Man, amazing film. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. makes his first appearance in that film. And uh, yeah, just just brilliant, brilliant introduction. I love uh, how little money these guys had and they still push it. Obviously, you get the amazing work uh of the uh the creature shop the uh henson creature shop in these movies you know yeah, uh, and and number 2 is actually uh dedicated to jim henson mm-hmm. the opening scroll that starts before the film says in the memory of jim henson so it's pretty pretty fucking awesome mm-hmm. so um am i am i doing that right you're doing everything right okay cool no problem. Am I just swing wrong? No, no. I just you were giving me a weird look. So I oh, to... my phone was vibrating. Oh. So <laughs> I was having a little fun there. It was meow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's let's get into this a little bit. Uh, the movie opens up with the now kind of iconic, you know. Uh, well, uh, the, the theme the, is still iconic. The the theme is perfect. Uh, you see. Uh, fuck, how does this movie open up? The reveal. It's not even the reveal. It starts starts off with um, April O'Neil giving the the update on the station, and then you're seeing... What I love, my favorite person is the uh, is the woman sitting down on the fire escape watching TV outside, which which is, yeah, which you don't... With the I, I Love New York sticker? Yeah, and I've always... I'm not going to lie. After watching that, I've always just been like, man, you know what I'd love to do? Just pull my TV out of my front deck and just sit there and watch it. Yeah. Like, watching a Jays game on my front porch would be fucking awesome. No, yeah. my favorite was the guy who's got the truck all alone. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> comes, comes back. back. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, right? And then you see the cool, like, money switching hands on the kids and mm-hmm. how, like, they're just robbing like they shit. they have, like, a network yeah. going on. Yeah, and then, you know, and then April, after she does the whole news update, goes, she she's leaves. leaving the station, and then she sees fucking 
um, Sam Rockwell and a bunch of kids robbing some shit. Yep. And then uh, and the Robin, how does no, Rockwell get the, out of jail? They're robbing uh, the truck. <laughs> that's the thing. Ro- yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing. they're robbing the truck that says uh, the news van. Yeah. Yeah. Well, van. if you think about it, Rockwell is a minor. Yeah. So yeah, got at this way. point, yeah, so he yeah, could so. just get out. Okay. That's you know. fine. But oh, yeah, I lost a sight. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gone. I can get it back. I can the, get it back. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's so good, right? Yeah. Damn. Damn. And then you get that iconic theme song. Yeah. And they start going off with phrases. Awesome. Yeah. Righteous. Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova? Chevy Nova? Excellent. Yeah, man. So good. Such so yeah. good. And then, of course, it cuts to the pizza scene. No, it doesn't cut to the pizza scene. Oh, it goes it go to uh, Leo kneeling in front of his master. That's right. We have won nice. our first battle. Yeah. Yeah. And then Raph's all upset. And then Raph's like, what? <laughs> and they do the whole uh, ninjutsu thing to tequila. Yep. And then, <laughs> it slices. It dices. It cuts a pizza <laughs> in 20 no, seconds. No, that's after they get the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the line is, <laughs> which I love is... Uh, <laughs> Hey, where are you going? To the movies. That okay with you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not even you. It's the New York cast. Is that okay with you? Yeah. But we we can't move on, gentlemen, until we drop the wisdom is divine. Or sorry. Wise man, wise once, man said, once said. Wisdom is divine. But, but never pay, pay full pay price. price. For late pizza. For late pizza. Mm-hmm. Or the best is just sitting there. Nice night. Yeah. Pizza dude's got... 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah, right. And Donnie, and then there's Donnie trying to have, like, hey, Mikey. <laughs> you know, you ever think about what would happen with Splinter? You know, not having him. <laughs> like, like, what, you're going to fucking ice off Splinter there, Donnie? <laughs> like, He's got the toothpick in his mouth just sitting yeah. there. Oh, yeah, right? It's so good. 122 and 8. And an eight. Yeah. 122 yeah, and an 8. I got to get a new run. Just slip it down here. Yeah, and I, I love the, the tab. What is it? The tab's 12? Yeah. This is an 8. No, tab's 13. This is a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're late. I couldn't find the place. Yeah. Dominoes. And that's the thing. This series is perfect for product placement. It's not, it doesn't seem fake because, like we said in the first segment, or it doesn't seem disingenuous, disingenuous because of the fact that teenagers like stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, yeah. they want all the cool stuff. We had even as kids, we had like all of these the kids Ninja play- Turtles toys, <laughs> the kids playground, yeah, like, that like little warehouse they're in. It's like it's a kid's wet dream. No yeah. parents, no rules, and that carries on into your teenage years where you want I want that place. Damn it, records. You want you want to get dominoes and all these things. So it's 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 really you smoke. It's suitable. <laughs> yeah. Menthol or regular. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You can do whatever you want. The first uh, shot of the uh, of the uh, foot hideout. Hideout. Yeah. Uh, the uh, East Warehouse on Latin Island. Yeah, <laughs> man. On Laird, man. Laird, Laird yeah, man. Island. I'm sorry. That was a callback. Is it to the, the uh, mix of the two names? Nice. No. It's... Which is also great too about that scene is when you see sh- like the unveiling of Shredder, right? And he walks out, and it's like this epic. Yeah, when the fucking gong goes. Epi- yeah, man. Just stops. The door opens. It's the white, and you see him walking through. And the great thing is, is for a kids movie, you see Shredder manipulating kids, kids, yeah. into brotherhood, mm-hmm. into being like, "This is the only family that you have." It's like the patient, and the best was uh, the patients at Tetsu. Like the kids bump into him, like yeah. they're Go scared. Play. Go. Play. And I, the little like finger gesture that he does, <laughs> it's perfect. 
But yeah, the Sam Rockwell uh, introduction for like the recruiting that he's doing with those kids is a great scene. And we talked off air about that fucking MC Hammer song. Oh man, it's my body, it's my body. Oh, it's it was so good, man. That's the shit. They're playing cards and they all lose money. Oh yeah, it's okay. that's right, boys. Full house. It's like they're playing. It's a bunch of kids playing like as if they're in like a western saloon. Yeah, you know, smoking and drinking. There's it's McDon- the best. There's McDonald's everywhere, and there's just that hardcore punk just fucking ripping the bass in the corner. Yeah. Oh, man. And so you see this world. You see very clearly. Like, for an adult, you see what um, what's bringing the kids in because it's fun. And then it it's immediately freedom. cuts to the scene where you see kind of the next stage. So when they are ready, we start to train them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Or when they get to a certain age where we can start, you know, indoctrinating them into our cult, so mm-hmm. to speak. And then you get what your introduction to Shredder is, is the ceremony crowning those who have now earned the, you know, dragon uh, dogi. Dochi. Dochi. Sorry. The dragon dochi. It's kind of funny, too. You see, uh, you are here because the outside world rejects you. Rejects you. Yeah. uh, This is your family. I am your father. These are your people. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, holy shit. This is brilliant. This is literally like... And that's the thing. This plays on so many levels because as much as it's a fun movie, and I know a lot of people bag on this film for being a little bit dark, which is dumb. A lot of that darkness is because they're fucking broke. But... um, Yeah. It's brilliant because you get to see like a cult leader bringing people in in stages manipulation like you said the manipulation of children it's like oh it's you have all the freedom you want Mm -hmm. just do my bidding it was the perfect balance between i think the comedy and the darkness which again like this movie really really is probably one of the best comic book movies ever made absolutely to be fair and I concur. The and I reason think that the forty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes is a fucking joke. Well, show. It's a, and if I, you go through the reviews, though, you see a very clear divide. You see what the two two mindsets yeah, are very heavily. It's on a this. very time thing. It's a very time thing. It's yeah. people who totally it was way way before their fucking time, or mm-hmm. you know, reviewers at the time who didn't. See, the only comic book movies they had was Tim Burton's fucking Batman. Yeah, there you know? wasn't a lot of man boys and man girls. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know and not to mention like women girls i don't know like how do you say that fan girls and fanboys mm-hmm. making uh fucking this is before yeah uh, doing before. reviews and yeah, all these and things it's, you know being it's, active in that it's culture. also really before even the fact that like a movie called teenage mutant ninja turtles to a person that is like you know a gene shallot or whatever yeah they don't give a fuck about this movie you know what yeah. i mean like it hasn't been embedded to the, they haven't been open to the idea of people in spandex saving people or something yeah. like that. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Cisco so fucking yeah, that example like yeah, that mindset that that, that mindset hadn't been developed yet or opened up. You know that there could actually be some very good undertones to this film. You know, and it just got really fucking shot on, which is why I think if you were to really do a proper, you know, critique of this movie, the contrary, yeah. they wanted like. If, Figuring they probably wanted it to be more like the cartoon, campy, and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, which uh, they didn't. They did more of the Eastman and Laird source material. Re- uh, really interesting, in fact. Like we talked about in the first segment, the the flashback sequences telling the origin, which they do in two stages, which is also brilliant because you get that reveal in stages. Yeah. Um, obviously, telling the last part of it with Danny, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Uh, is just 
perfect because you have that's kind this, of creepy too. Yeah, this sense. layered like, storytelling. You know, whatever happened to this Oroko Saki? Uh, you know, no one really knows, but you wear his symbol on your head. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, it's also really interesting too that like brow, that the uh, two comic book movies that really were the foundation of you know a lot of the modern superhero movies, which is Tim Burton's Batman and you know Ninja Turtles. Let's be mm. honest, don't have the origin story until. You know, Midway later through. on, and, yeah. You as you as a, a as a as a viewer, action. you're sitting there and you're like, "Fucking turtles!" And then you know, with Batman, it's fucking Batman. You know, like so we get the first half of the story when April, yeah, and so what I'm gets yeah, beat up in the subway, which is what blows my mind is why is it that every single superhero movie to date, which loves these movies and you know, like really looks to those as being you know true to mm-hmm. you know the core, you know, ori- you know, fucking story, yeah, um, don't do that. They're like, we have to fucking hit you over the head with an origin story every single time, and then here's your fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you, you know what I mean? Have to I don't blow get blow your load on the origin story right off the hop. No, man, they didn't have the budget to blow their load on the origin story. Which made No, it but I mean, like, right off the hop. You don't have to yeah. do it like at the beginning of the film. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. let it, like, build. But it created a really cool uh, universe because of the style of that. Just black, like, just darkness with the characters illuminated. Uh, so that you didn't ever have to see Japan, mm-hmm. so you didn't, you just, and you didn't ever have to see uh, Hamato Yoshi, uh, you know, it was almost working like, a Joe job. He just walks in the door with a hard hat on, and he's got his lunchbox, which like I realize in, in in the comics it was a school, but then again, mm-hmm. obviously, like in the comics, he, uh, April's a fucking, uh, you know, lab assistant. Percent. So there, there's there's differences. They're borrowing from both. But the way that they they did the visual element of it, it's so minimalist and perfect Almost because like you can use your brain. Imagine that point. you can go to a movie and use your fucking brain to fill in the blanks, like everything that we love about books and music and all these things. Like that, that you have to make a leap, you have to make a commitment. And this movie does that. This movie goes, okay, you're just gonna have the characters acting as I fucking narrate it, mm-hmm. which most of the time I don't like. I don't like redundancies like that. You should just show it, or you should just fucking say it but i I do like how they did it it's a Mm -hmm. unique style and there's still uh, an investment that needs to be made and what do you get as well in that scene you get (laughs) you get you know april o'neill making a pop culture reference by saying why couldn't i dream of harrison ford exactly you know just just to cut you know which Again, Again, is Ninja Turtles. Classic, you know what I mean? Before all these people that like applaud Deadpool, like we said in the first segment, or any of these other things that that do, uh, you know, fourth wall breaking uh, and, and, you know, cultural references and all of these things, Turtles Mm. did it. And that's why fucking Turtles were outselling Avengers in the 80s, for fuck's sake. You know, it's another another great scene in the first one, too, which which knocks down some walls, which a lot of people I don't even think notice is when... They're uh, they're over at April's house, and Michelangelo starts doing the impressions, and then Raph goes, "Oh, not Cagney. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Like any modern kid is not going to well, know who the fuck Cagney is." It's the same in number two because he know? does the uh, Casablanca impression. Yeah, but it's brilliant. But yeah. the but the other great thing about that is after you know he does the impression, and it's so good. Yes, it, in number two, well, in in both of them, the yeah. Cagney impression and the Bogart impression mm-hmm. are fucking spot on. And then he, <laughs> but the Judith Ho just goes, you know. I bet that's Splinter's favorite. And everyone's and, like, huh? Yeah, right? Like, 
you know, you get a little race in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's yeah, a lot of but there's a lot of social yeah, there's even a lot of underlining social commentary in a fucking Turtles movie. Yeah, I mean, look at you the, know, okay, that's good shit. Okay, there's one thing they got away with in the 90s, which you can never get away with now, especially for a movie such as the Turtles. Mm-hmm. When she's in the subway and the foot meet her, it's smack like... Smack her? Yeah, the smack. They, they Shut it. Yeah. It's like, we have a message from our master. Boom, like right across Well, he the said something about her mouth before yeah, he says your mouth. That, yeah. And then he pulls the hand out and then smack. Yes. around the world yeah you can't get away with that shit now even for a kid's movie there's no way in hell well, you can get away with that what makes it okay is that one it's the villain and two the turtles immediately come and or ra- rather raf, raf comes and he rushes them, them up. that shot of like the rush and i like, love up. that scream that yeah. out of control it's fucking perfect but, i mean you could not that get away teenage with that rage that is mm-hmm. beautiful i'm pretty sure you couldn't get if, tur- if they did the turtles movies now they could never get away with that. True. Mm-hmm. But you know what was also still really rad about April in the movies is that, yeah, even though she did get smacked and, like, she got hit in the face there, she she's, still, she's still a fucking pretty strong... She's still a fucking strong woman, man. Like, that scene with her and Casey Jones when they're oh, going back and forth, back. and she's like, and she's like, you know what? You're not going to get the last word. She yeah. keeps on like, going in and outside of the cottage. Mm-hmm. You know? Princess? Princess. You okay, know? Don't get me started on Casey Jones, especially mm-hmm. the commentary. Also, um, Judith Hogue has fantastic legs. Oh, man. <laughs> I just have to point that out. Turtle I, I think that might have been, like, one of my first, uh, like, really, like, noticing girl kind of moments. Because I would have been four gorgeous. when this came mm-hmm. out. And and I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like I don't even, I don't have words. Like, I don't... Uh, you just knew that you liked her, and you don't know why. But since, well, you, guys you, know why that, but since you guys are on the topic of uh, social commentary, the line... You're a claustrophobic. Never yeah. looked at another man in my yeah. life. Yeah, that was nobody's a great gonna know what that is until like you're older. It's like, yeah, exactly, oh. and that's why. And that's what again, turtles are so great for is that they play to a kid audience per se, but their their target audience is really parents, teenagers, mm-hmm. which is you know. Yeah. And what? Yeah, and, and you and you and like, the great and the great thing is teenagers. And the great thing is in and you know the delivery of that line too. Corey Feldman, what he says, he's like, "You're, you're claustrophobic. claustrophobic." Like he's so certain about it, you know. He knows. And and Elias Coteas uh, is his so delivery good. is just on point. Let's quickly talk about that scene. The first appearance of Casey Jones in this film. You get Raph coming out of Critters. And then he's just walking across the street. The purchase, the purse is snatched, which I believe one of those two guys is the actor that played Leo, if I'm not mistaken. One of the really? two guys that does the purse snatching. I can't recall. I think so. Don't quote me on that. Fastest pain 101. Yeah. And while, well, you know, trips it, purse goes back to the woman and then the kids take off. He shows his sigh. And then, yes, you get amazing Casey Jones. Back and forth banter, like comic book yeah. banter between the two of them. And I love the sense of morality and raft where it's like, uh, you know, not from you. <laughs> you know, these they kids need do, a lesson. Not yeah, this way. Not, not from, from you. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, and I love that he hits him with a shell off the jump, I'm pretty sure. Doesn't mm-hmm. he jump in and hit him with a shell? Yeah, it's and that's like what he bumps him, him yeah. but he still gets a baseball <laughs> bat to the shell. Yeah, and I love how the one thing that sets Raph off is being called a freak. Freak! Yeah. Freak! Yeah. No, oh, yeah. you a punker? Oh, I hate punkers, especially mm. bald green ones. <laughs> you like cricket? You got to know what a crumpet is if you want to play cricket. And then he nails him with it. <laughs> Three wickets. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. And then he runs off. And like you said off air, Nick, when he jumps the cab, uh, Rap rolls over the cab. And of course, Rap's voice comes from the back of the cab and goes, what the hell is that? And you're like, wait a second. Is it the same voice? I think it was a giant, giant toidal. 
Yeah, and then he's like, you're going to LaGuardia, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the best. I love how both in one and two, no New Yorkers are phased at all. Like, there's a scene in two where it's like the old couple, like, oh, those, two, those animals are, are wrecking, knocking down all the telephone poles. What do we do if they come over here? And the wife's just like, let them get their own cab. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're worried, like no worried about New Yorkers the care about the fucking but giant did miss, animals. You did miss around. one line, though. Is that a Jose Canseco back? Yeah. Tell oh, me you didn't pay for this. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Ooh. And I love how silly, just in its very concept, and even Eastman and Laird will say that, just the idea that of like an anthropomorphic turtle, for fuck's sakes. Like how silly that is, but how perfect it is. You know, and the, and, and the fact that this film embodies everything that's silly and, and ridiculous about the concept itself. And and everything again, the pliable world, the callbacks to other pop culture, other comics, other movies. Yeah, uh, it does it all. It does everything that you know. Nowadays, we applaud all these other films for, and uh, you know, it, it, I guess it, like you said, East, it was very much ahead of its time. It still is ahead of its time. Oh uh, yeah, There's nothing, nothing has come close to like. This. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's in terms of hitting it out of the park with what your target audience is, and then encapsulating or or rather um, on the budget. captivating uh, society on the whole. Like it's just it's brilliant. I I don't know. You want to do a round of favorite scenes, or else we're going to be here all day. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do I want to go first? I guess so. We usually go clockwise. So. Okay. Cool. Um. Okay, right off the top here, let me think. Okay, got it. Favorite scenes. Um, oh, he's got his hand out. Is he going to do multiple ones? <laughs> it's scenes is plural. Go. Okay. Um, the uh, Casey Jones, uh, April O'Neil uh, hitting on scene at the cottage, I love. But, yeah, the bench or the uh, the massage? Uh, both. I'll consider, Forced massage? I'll, cons- I'll consider that one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's just, it's just because they're, they fucking, they're so fucking retarded for each other. It's great. Um, uh, that second scene would have to be, um, uh, in the end, I got, a, I got reporting to do, or you could just shut up and kiss me. You yeah. Know, that whole thing. Yeah. That was Their chemistry alone in that film oh, is, they're, they're is incredible. They're great. Together. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that the, the scene where, uh, Raph is in the tank and then Leo never leaves his side and he's like, Hey, what's a guy got to do? To get, get some, some food, food around, around here. here. He's awake. He wants food. Yeah, yeah right. I, I love the relationship between Leo and Raph in this film. And That's the pictures too, like the hand drawing. Yeah. That was yeah. Oh yeah. That was that drawing. And there. then um, probably the battle scene at the end because it was so frame for frame of like the comic book, pretty much. It's, except for the finale of it, obviously. Yeah, like them crawling, which into is so the much sewers. more suitable. Yeah. that's a nice revision to yeah. me. Yeah, and I thought it was. I thought See, it was uh, down every manhole oh, yeah. and every yeah, side, that cool. and that was sweet. Yeah, man. But like, I think uh, he's talking about the rooftop fight, though. Yeah, the but that's just a precursor to it, though. They go but that doesn't into happen the suit- in the first comic. You have these. You yeah, know. I know. It doesn't happen in the first comic. <laughs> but I'm saying the end scene of the movie. I love that blank face. Like, what? I know. I'm like, hold on. We're, we're, we're crossing lines here. I'm saying, like, that end scene of the movie, though, the fight on the roof. Yeah, because the whole thing's on the roof in the first no, in the comic. Yeah, the comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, Please continue, East. We uh, that? Stop usurping you. It's okay. I, I still love you. Um, <laughs> um, that and, uh, you know, fight, fight. Kitchen, kitchen. Pork rind. Yeah, pork rind. Like, 
what this movie did, which what is makes me laugh and why I don't understand why Transformers can't do it, is yeah, these fucking four puppets talk the whole time. You know, they are what is the movie and they are what carries the movie. And yep. what sucks about these fucking piece of shit modern ones is that Michael Bay feels that the audience in America is so fucking stupid that you have to have humans um, explaining everything that's going on with, like, assaulting of a little bit of fucking dialogue well, with these things. Yeah, know? it's all expository dialogue. Yeah. The fucking opening scroll in the new or in the, in the 2014 one is literally the entire story. Yeah. Uh, well, of the film, which is, well, uh, whatever, we'll get to that. Yeah, which is where this one here... What's wicked about Casey Jones and um, April is that they they are just used to you know give you a little bit of human interaction mm-hmm. and just to move it's the story a, a little story. bit. But it is about the turtles. It is about their brotherhood. It is about the fact that she's fucking you know watching them rebuild themselves. You know, yeah. meditate and then draw. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Drawing them and shit. That's one time, and and I like that they did the opening the way that they did with her on the news and so forth because even though say for example she's not on tv she's fired at this point when you see her up at the cottage or the old house mm-hmm. and you hear the the monologue uh which i realize like is is leo in the comics we talked about that it's, no it, the original mirage run it's it's uh, leo what the whole monologue like no 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 leo's in the tub i mean like yeah, leo's, leo's the one in the that's tub, yeah. up. But I I love right it works way better though. this way though it works yeah, it way does. better with Leo being awake and and feeling guilty and then Raph being in the tub so I'm cool with that um, but I I like the that that voiceover works so well because you've already had voiceovers even though they've been on the news you're still acclimated to hearing it. So it's not just random. I've heard a few people say, well, where did the voiceover come from? She's not writing in a journal or anything. Yes, but she fucking reports things for a living. And you've already acclimated at this point to the idea of hearing her voice with her not on the screen. So a lot of people say that that's a little bit of a faux pas along with like the quick cuts and so forth in this film. This film gets a lot of shit for like controlling the tempo using quick edits, but fuck them. I agree. (laughs) I agree. It's done responsibly. Yeah. Like Steve Barron is it Barron, or yeah, Steve Barron is a uh, he's a guy that understood the the short or yeah, like the the economic shortcomings of this film, mm-hmm. and was able to get the product that he did out of it. Also, the fact that it's a comic uh, in origin, so you can take from the panels, you can take that idea that people, if they've already done it in one medium and it's proved itself. That you filled in the blanks, mm-hmm. then, then you you can uh, uh, you can make the jump to uh, this format, saying they're going to do the same thing. They're mm-hmm. going to take those leaps with you mm-hmm. because uh, they'll fill in the blanks. And it works. They've already done it, and it works. It works. Perfectly. It works perfectly. I never, I never really ripped on that. I never even you, you just telling me that now. The fact that she isn't doing a journal entry, just that I did Doesn't. not. Never recognize that. Yeah, all you ever see her doing is drawing. So it's like, what is the monologue? It makes sense because you've acclimated to her and the way she speaks in this reporter format. You understand all of that. But also at the same time, when you yourself as an individual are thinking and you're kind of drawing, like, yeah, your mind is is free and you're thinking these kind of thoughts. So I don't think it's kind of a regular for it to go down like that. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's okay. 
Plus, the comics set a precedent again of just having literally pages of monologues by the turtles individually. So it's in character again with the content. Any other favorite scenes you want to belt out, or can someone else take a turn? Somebody else can go. Okay, Devin, you want to go next? Uh yeah, just the the fight scene uh, in April's building. I think the lighting was really interesting. Yeah, it's like it's a daytime fight, and and that was was. I don't know. It's it's just like it's a really um, yeah. That's the one moment you get to really see the turtles really clean, other than you know in the but fighting really yeah. clean fighting. The fight on the roof with Raph is just fantastic. Yeah. Even though it's cutting back and forth and back and forth, and you have the the commentary like, oh, he likes it. He likes to be alone. All the stuff you know. Hey, Mikey. Yeah. And they go down and they see, and of course they get the the symbols, the ching, and then it goes to the top, and <laughs> someone does that with garbage cans to Raph. And then you see Casey Jones off in the distance, like trying to get a radio station. Which is yeah, but it's so him. but it's so wicked though. You know yeah, what I mean? Perfect. That long shot. Oh, it's great, man! They that movie executed rooftops better than pretty much most movies. Yeah, you know, like I kind of still wish I got a superhero movie that got rooftops as good as that movie did. Yeah, like maybe Spider Man. Yeah, know. I agree. <laughs> uh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, I feel. Did we talk about this off air? I don't know. Um, with with regards to uh, like the Casey Jones character and his appearance and so forth, like how does it work? Because what's the first issue that he shows up in in the comic? Two. Is it the is two? No. Three or four, I think. Yeah, three or four. But is it the Christmas episode? Is that no? Like when Shredder comes back? It's, no. Uh, what's his appearance? Well, before? the first one is when he meets Raph. Okay. Just kicking ass in yeah, the alleyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he comes back at the fight scene. Oh, yes. And okay, then Raph yeah, recognizes okay. him. He's like, he's a friend. That's right. Okay. I I always, uh, I like the idea of his, the way he interacts with the turtles, uh, that he never treats them as different. Because everyone else through the whole movie, like you said, the freak is the one time that he kind of, he thinks that he's human mm-hmm. and he calls him a freak. But then as soon as he's like, oh, it's a turtle. Okay, fine. No problem, right? Whatever. And mm-hmm. Now, did we talk off air about the, the phone message that the you're fired? No, which is I uh, another thing. I, another great. thing. I'm, I, we're totally usurping your scene, Devin. We'll go back to you in a second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> which I do Which I do love, man. Just because of the time after. He's like, well, um, let's just say you uh, don't have to worry about going into work on Monday. Yeah. You know, and, and, she, and, and she's like, you, she's, she's yeah. like, you insensitive they teach you, Yeah, teach you classes and sensitivity. Yeah, that's yeah. What, sorry, Devin. Uh, the, uh, my apologies, the, the antique store scene, the fucking amazing axes and all this shit. Wayne Gretzky on steroids. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think, I think like beyond, um, beyond just, just, um, you know, that the, uh, the scene itself and, and, you know, its importance in the movie and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, the, the lighting is, is I yeah. think the biggest part of it uh, for me. It's, it's almost like, like it's so atypical of a fight scene in general. Cause when they move inside, it's just this like really, you know, dusty. Um, That's true. Yeah. Contrast kind of a, um, like it's still, it still sticks out. It feels really like, um, it feels really hopeless yeah. with that that lighting, like even, almost even more so than if it were. And as they drop the levels, or, right? Because yeah, it's like yeah. Raph on the top, and it's still bright. 
and yeah. then you drop to the second level and it's a little bit darker and smoky and then when you hit the third floor it's black and it's on fire and like you know yeah it's yeah. interesting but it's uh, yeah i mean it, it, you know especially in you know uh <laughs> yeah it's, i mean especially in a uh, like um a movie that that isn't you know isn't ever going to go down as like a a you know, an action classic of no. the era. I mean, like you Which said, it should. I mean, it's been like it really should, banned. man. It's 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 probably the most um, like that one, probably the, like the best shot fight scene of that era, which is which yeah. is hilarious coming from a like teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles, turtles movie. movie. But, <laughs> like, but here's a th- and, and and the great thing about uh, the first film as well was like. Yeah, it's got a lot of good action in it, but it's not as if like the action is too like over the top kung fu or you know, it's nothing that like you'd really want to censor your kid. Yeah. You know, from like you being like you can't see this. You know, and that's what kind of bummed me out about um the second one if I just want to touch on it is the fact that in the second one they don't even use any weapons. No, no, they lose their weapons pretty quick. Pretty much, man, and like or they have them on them but they just never use them. Combat cold cuts? Yeah. You know what I mean? Traditional um, pre-fight donut. Yeah, which is <laughs> we'll like it just, that. which just sucks, you know. Um, but this one here, it's like they're actually using their weapons. It's not over the top. It's not fucking gory. Yeah, nobody's actually like. Although, you know, how the fuck is is Leo not chopping people up with those two <laughs> yeah, katanas? That, I know, right? He's got swords. <laughs> like. Same with Raph with the side. Like, how is he just not puncturing every Foot Clan there are member? A lot of Foot Clan members with missing fingers. Yeah. <laughs> like, just <laughs> he's not just, sorry, with that sorry, one turtle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> is this PG? Sorry. Those, those other <laughs> those other turtles, they'll knock you out. But the one with the swords, don't you fuck with him. <laughs> oh man and the cartoon sound effects on the impacts too are pretty good yeah like, and if you think about it the only foot clan guy that actually does die is the guy that gets electrocuted by fucking swinging the axe into yeah. the thicket right yeah you know and i love that moment in that scene too where donatello's <laughs> trying to convince them not you know hey guys Maybe this isn't the best time for your buddies to drop in, <laughs> considering like the structural integrity of this bang and they go through the floor. It's just it's wasn't, there, wasn't there like a dog pile and then it's just like he gets out. Yeah. yeah. No, that's in uh that's in two. Yeah. That's in two. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's Mikey in two in the in the um junkyard. In any case, uh Nick, favorite scene. Or scenes, I guess, because Nick got like fu- or East yeah. got like fucking seventeen. Three. Three very long. Three seventeen, whatever. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Fuck. Did we cover it already? Yeah. <laughs> like Devin said, the fight that goes the into the bay. Yeah, like the first scene of you seeing Raph being thrown through the window. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, that was pretty intense. That was like kid. that was just like an old fuck moment because they're all look looking down, like all the footage just looking down and then starting to jump in. Mm-hmm. That was one. The rooftop fight between the boys and the shredder. Mm-hmm. That was good because it's like I killed your master, and all of a sudden you just see Leo go- loses shit. He just finally just goes into he, rage yeah, mode, like he's, he's been holding it together the whole time. Yeah, the rat. He has a name, or it has a name. It had a name. You lie, <laughs> and that's the first time you get like almost the uh, what you see what the the, the as Splinter alludes to how uh, the other three um, 
they deal with their anger together and then Raph deals with it separately and that's the first time you see the anger in Leo because shot you don't... of the shredder coming onto the roof it's like he's literally oh, in midair and then drops it's like did he fly up here but it's just the first time all I'm saying is it's the first time that you see uh or you get reaffirmation that all of these kids like they're teenagers the kids, yeah uh, are dealing with the same thing yeah and, and and it's not just words it's not just from splinter saying oh yeah everyone your brothers all feel the same yeah this movie did a great job in actually portraying these four turtles as teenagers yeah and as kids they but the thing was it wasn't like you're you know they weren't immature teen like 16 year they were legit 16 year olds mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah yep. and they actually did that you know obviously using a bunch of adults but they did do that, and they conveyed that very, very, very well. Yeah. You know, in the tone of their voices, how they acted, the reactions. Like the reactions to like Shredder telling him, "Yeah, I killed your dad," and it's yeah. like pure anger at that point. Yeah, I do like what you were saying, and I'm sorry because I was already midpoint, but I didn't want to cut you off because I like what you said about the, the Shredder dropping in and almost seeming omnipotent in that scene. I like that idea. And it just everything <laughs> just stops at that moment. Yeah, and then continuing with favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. To say it's just the next scene after where uh, Splinter shows up and then starts talking about his master and how he scratched the face and it's just like he takes the mask off. Shredder takes his mask off. Yeah. And then you see the scars. Yeah. And then he gets pissed and charges Splinter who's holding Mikey's nunchucks and just whips him off the roof. Yeah. And then of course... Other, the third and final favorite scene. Hang on, though. Before you let everyone jump hey, in it's on that. all like stringing no, together. I'm yeah, stringing. I know, I know, but hang on, hang on. With that, that's interesting that you bring it up because I love the callback. First of all, I like this is my favorite version of the origin of any of them because of the fact that um, uh, that Splinter jumps on Orokasaki's face in the back story. Yeah. So when you get to that moment, when he gets enraged, he says... Uh, now I'm going to finish where I started with your ear. Yeah. And then he fucking runs at him. And that's so cool because in all the other versions of the story, it just he just gets out of the cage. Yeah. He just you know? leaves the cage. And that's a really interesting a thing by the writers that the scars on Splinter or on uh, on Shredder's face are this from the Splinter. That's why he wears the mask. And yeah. it's kind of cool, though, because you see where in the flashback he scratched them yeah and it's almost identical it's pretty much identical yeah like usually some there's a fuck up one way or another on the prosthetic no they do it they did a really good job well, they, like, they think, kept the continuity yeah. very intact well they it's funny because this just, movie isn't the best for continuity though as I you know. mentioned <laughs> like with fucking like you can see their oh, face and uh, donnie's and mouth opens and all of a sudden there's a second set of teeth <laughs> they are mutants yeah maybe Come they're on. just that way yeah but if i'm gonna go but getting back to final Sorry, scenes yeah. It's the whole when Shredder hits the garbage truck, just Casey, <laughs> oops, and then crushes him. It's like, there's cops everywhere, Casey. You just killed a man, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and he got away with I, it. I, yeah, I love that he gets away with murder. Yeah. He legitimately oops. got away with murder and said oops at the same time. <laughs> but technically. He's a vigilante. That's okay. But technically it wasn't. He has no honor. He wasn't wearing the mask. It also wasn't murder. Because you he was know, already supposed to be dead. He was disposing of the evidence. It was, he was just it, being it, helpful to his friend. It was attempted murder because he shows up in the sequel. Yeah. He shows up. Yeah, but we don't know if there's going to be a second one at this point. <laughs> it's they did. It's they didn't really. No, nobody knew it was how big they this movie to was going to get. More, first, okay, so they wanted to film this movie in Hong Kong, and then the producers realized, oh fuck, we can't shoot this movie in <laughs> Hong Kong because it's like how how the fuck do you make Hong Kong look like New York? 
and especially with this group of kids and the script we have, everything is perfect in for New York. So they have to get an American city. They didn't shoot it in New York, I don't think, but they, they you need to get an American city. And then uh, it wasn't Toronto. No, it wasn't Toronto. And then uh to do it there, they needed more fucking money on top of that. So it was already a he- like for Golden Harvest, which is like nobody at this time and you know, it sends. But uh like they didn't have the fucking money. Mhm. To, to put into this in the first fucking place. So they didn't know that they were going to... They they felt like they had a su- success on their hands. But for fuck's sakes, like, the the second unit director is uh, Jim Henson's son, for fuck's sakes. And he's not credited as that because they couldn't pay him as that. He mm-hmm. just ended up taking a fucking camera and shooting shit. That's like, true. Shooting action sequences. I do remember stuff. that in that documentary. Yeah, exactly. I, these aren't original thoughts. I didn't like. No, no, <laughs> I no, didn't no. Come up with no, this. No, I know. No, I, I just, I just, it was all. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I wasn't there. <laughs> Although I wish I was. Who does? Who does? Sorry, I, I wish I was. That was there. cool. Who does? And <laughs> that was perfect. All right. Am I doing mine? Yeah. Hold on. I'm just looking at this. Why is Donnie on this thing on three sides? Because it's Corey go? Feldman. Yeah. He's the biggest actor voice on yeah. that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, me or, or do you want to continue? No, no. Keep going. <laughs> you want us to continue sitting in silence while you look at the VHS tape? Continue. Okay, perfect. Your turn. For, <laughs> it's your turn for us to interrupt you. Okay. The, <clears throat> when uh, Danny and Casey infiltrate the foot headquarters, or rather, when Casey follows Danny there takes the the foot outfit which is very indiana jones if you will yeah uh and then he stops him and of course uh, he says he's gonna kill splinter which like okay great i guess that means something to me so he goes with him and tatsu shows up and there's that great you know oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know a little primatine that'll clear that right up that's perfect and then, of course, Tatsu's beating the fuck out of him. Just and no one else is helping, right? He's mm-hmm. just taking shots at this yeah. point, like spin kicks, punches, and everything. Then, and then he sees the golf club, and he yells four, and he fucking launches him. And he's like, and he lands it too. Yeah, and he and then he kisses the golf club, and he's like, I'll, I'll never call golf or golf a dull game again. Yeah, perfect. And then uh, the rest, uh, Rockwell has the, you know, what are we, what are you doing? Get him. And then uh, Casey, of course, you know, you want to be first kid or whatever. And, and then the great leads into the great moment. Uh, well, Splinter does, does his thing, gives his little fucking poetic speech, which the delivery is always perfect with that fucking guy. Look the voice of Splinter. I'm trying to think of it. I've been trying to think of it for like 10 minutes. I can't get it. But hey, Devin, if you could look that up while I'm ranting. Uh, <laughs> but you get the classic casey jones moment you know you call this right here and that down there family and then just like waves his hand and just goes to help splinter and they're just carrying him off fucking great heaven clash uh the voice of elmo yeah yeah that's (laughs) right and he actually does the hand like he does the puppet work yeah beautiful great great uh great performance just masterful um the uh we already talked about the splinter ear. I was going to mention that. I like the the tie-in with that. I I just think that that's really cool how they um, added a little something to the origin to ground it in the world they're in again, which is something I always like. And the last one 
just a quick moment that I want to reference, which is while the rooftop fight is going on and they're all getting their asses handed to them by the, uh, the shredder, Casey's on the on the ground and he goes, ooh, leftovers. And he starts taking them out. And then he's like, he does the. It's funny because they're running. Talent. It's funny because they're running. <laughs> they're running away, but he's grabbing these kids and just pummeling <laughs> them. Just, yeah, and the one like just he just throws a jab at one kid and then just fixes his hair. <laughs> You're like, you fucking jackass! You're, these guys, they've admitted defeat. They're running. You're hitting children, Casey. At this point, yeah. they're kids. And I love the line after the 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 scene that you mentioned, Nick. The rooftop fight sequences where uh, he meets april and uh and she's like i you know i gotta go on the air hey casey what's that wasn't up? me uh well you did mention you you just talked about the rooftop fight and mm-hmm. shredder and so forth so after that all after the oops and all that shit you you get casey going up to april and and he uh she's kind of just being aloof with him and you get the uh the great line from elias Coteus saying and perfect delivery again he like puts his hands up to his face and goes i look like i just called mike tyson a sissy Mm-hmm. And I just get, oh, hey, Casey. Like, it's perfect. And then you get the great moment between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. shut up. Yeah, you, I, I got to do a report here. Are you going to kiss me or what? That's such a New York <laughs> thing to say, too. Like, you think about it. It's like, I don't got time for this shit. Just kiss me and let's go. <laughs> let's let's move this along. got to make some money here. And that, yeah, that's great. Which is why April's still badass. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Honorable mention to April at police headquarters. Oh, yeah. Time great. me. And then she gets oh, blasted yeah. by the police chief. Oh, yeah. mm. Something that happened years ago in Japan. <laughs> Are and you she... trying to tell me how to do my job? She's all upset. Yeah, Chief Stern's great. Oh. And then she gets out. New record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minute 30. A new record. Beautiful. All right. Gentlemen, you want to move on to number two? Let's do it. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll come on, we'll come on back and do number two. Secret of the Ooze. All right, so we're only one movie through, and we've already botched about a dozen quotes, so things are going well. Um, Next week on the show, Brent, Devin, Danny, and myself discuss the catalog of Christopher Nolan. We hope you'll join us then. Okay, so we're back, and... We're getting into Turtles 2. We're going to try and meld 2 and 3 because we're running a little bit long, gentlemen. Okay. Um, and we're also going to try and meld the uh, the feature length uh, animated that came out as well because, Nick, you've already expressed in uh, like off air that you weren't a big fan of 3, which you know, you're not alone in that, I imagine. But yes, Turtles 2, cowabunga. And that was the funny from the first one, of course. You know, mm-hmm. I've always liked Cowabunga. Mm-hmm. Now there was a bit of a uh, lawsuit at some point with Ninja Turtles. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right, someone else claimed that they had uh, they had stolen the phrase Cowabunga. I believe that was obviously with the comic books long before the films or anything. But a TV show like sued Eastman and Laird for the use of Cowabunga. Was but, it the one with that talking dog? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. In any case. <laughs> Let's get into number two, Secret of the Ooze. Now, the guy who I believe, now again, don't quote me on this, but I know that Kino is in the first one as, I believe, Donatello. I think he's in the suit, if I'm not mistaken. No. And now Kino is the second one. Now, uh, before we get into anything, do you, is this a good time for you, East, to do your pizza number two talk? Or Oh, it's a good thing we wrote it down, because I forgot. 
is it just me out there, North America, or does anybody else? We actually have quite a few listeners in the UK and uh, and like Australia, for example. Okay, so. um, is it just me, Planet Earth, or is it the sheer fact that when you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, listeners on uh, Mars? Okay, Universe, here we go. <laughs> universe, I'm asking you a question, and that question is. How badly did you want a slice of pizza like it was like at the beginning of oh, Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 oh when everybody's God. eating pizzas? There's a cop's booking burglars and they're fucking sitting down mound pizza yeah, together. The, no, the burg- burglar doesn't have pizza. No, I know he's, that. he's just oh, chained yeah. up to the cop and the cop's arm is going up and down yeah. with the pizza and the guy's fucking handcuffed to his pizza arm. So good. <laughs> do, 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 do. Anyway, I just wanted... I the wanted couple on the nice date with champagne and pizza. Yeah, and it's the most like cheesiest. <laughs> like, man, you can almost taste that fucking cheese in your the mouth. Closest you could ever get to that kind of pizza would be Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I don't know about that. I don't but... know. Yeah, I can. Now, Chuck... was it Ray's or Roy's pizza that Kino worked at? I can't remember. Roy's. Roy's. Yeah. Okay. But do you guys remember when Kino was going for his pizza run? And yeah, and the... he's hitting on the chick. It's like <laughs> in your dreams. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I dream, I'll dream of something a little, a little thinner. thinner. Oh, yeah. Right. And then her face, and then he rides off like, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember me and my buddies were watching this. We were rip faced, and then as soon as that line came out, we were just like applauding. I know it's a <laughs> fucking great line, man. I like great. that little look you just gave me when Nick said "rip face." <laughs> That's going in the Nick supercut as well, Devin. <laughs> hashtag rip face. Write that one down. Another hashtag for me. <laughs> hashtag slow burn. Hashtag rip face. Uh, at gingers underscore revenge. But two. Hashtag hot or broad. Two's not as fun as it is when you were a kid. I remember when I was a kid, two was my favorite one. Not the case. Uh, yeah, two was was up there for me as well. You know, I, I and watched then, it more. Yeah, and then yeah. I. In retrospect. And then I remember me and. Uh, me and my buddy Pete, we were uh, hanging out at his house, and we were like, let's fucking watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, because we were going to watch Ninja Turtles, and we are like, fuck it, let's watch 2, because when you're a kid, 2's better. And then you watch 2, and then the line where Michelangelo goes, it's like video games in 3D, and it was like, come on, man, I just finished playing bumper balls on Mario Party, I know video games in 3D, and that shit ain't 3D. <laughs> where do you put the quarter? Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, the opening sequence is interesting. Because when Kino shows up and, you know, does the whole, like, uh, freeze, and then uh, did I mention that I do martial arts, and of course the turtles come in, and you already realize, okay, they've got a bigger budget because this film's more colorful, and there's a bigger, you know, cast of extras, so you know that you're you're already in for a a bigger experience, if you will, Not and bigger doesn't always mean better, um, <clears throat> believe it or not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you get the turtles coming in, and they jump in the air in bro- fucking not broad daylight, but like very well illuminated. And you get the the logo pop up. Yeah, and then the, and, the, and that wicked fucking guitar. That classic eighties freeze frame. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. But you already know you're in for a different thing. And again, they they aren't really embodying being ninjas very much in this film, are they? Like they've come no. completely. At this point, they're cartoon characters. Yeah. At this point, they went back to the cartoon stuff. Yeah. I feel as though they succumb to a little bit of the uh, the critics that are on the the you know the f- frankly the wrong side of the argument with regards to the first film uh, in terms of like the tone being too dark for children and all of this bullshit. Um, 
Yeah, and it it bothers me that I know that this film, as much as they were trying to organically up the ante, they also were giving in to what what people wanted or what they felt people wanted instead of giving them what they deserved, you know. And and that bothers me a little bit, but um yeah, interesting. I also love that the part in that fight where Donatello becomes like the rocking clown, like he does yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he, uh, like, they've already they're running. The crooks are running from the turtles, but this fucking dolt just like decides to. Oh, okay, maybe there's a blow up one, and he like pushes it. And <laughs> hmm. <laughs> like it just shows. I, I I like how they do that, saying that criminals are are dumb. You know, mm-hmm. which in most cases they are. And especially around this time, it's interesting because you you have a lot of films coming out that are kind of glorifying the the thief, if you will. So it's interesting to see the other side where just a bunch of fucking dolts trying to rob a toy store, for fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. You know, and like an electronic store and so forth. And it's Kino who shows up first. Hey, you're under arrest. Yeah. So uh, great, uh, fun opening sequence. Not as effective as the uh, Sam Rockwell fucking... The nunchucks we have... Wieners. Salami links. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, good good flick. We can't uh, sit on this one too long. Um, they throw Kino in a garbage can and like, leave him there. Yeah, <laughs> Raph throws him in. It's for your own good, but then he just immediately gets out of it. I don't understand. Uh, and then he tells him to call the cops, and they come back, or, or he comes back, and they're all gone. And he's like, we'll tie them up. He only ties the one guy to the roof, and the rest of them are just piled up like shitty fucking job guys but uh whatever whatever they did their job they so. got a good beating out of it at least yeah it's good um i i gotta mention a few things real quick before we go into favorite scenes the first one is uh the change from judith hogue to Paige turco mm-hmm. thoughts bad move yeah it's like going from aunt viv to new aunt viv <laughs> i like new aunt viv sure <laughs> <laughs> all right fine Okay, so uh, you know that's that's not that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're you know not happy about it, but we can live with it. Can live with it. Okay. Yep. Um, the rooftop sequences uh, where, uh, like for example, they have the the rooftop confad. Hmm. Um, not as effective. I felt. No. No. I like. I did like the TGRI putting together of the container. Yeah, that was and a then, good moment. And how like what? Yeah, how that. Oh, that built into the origin a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did like that about this movie. And that was one of the best moments, like, you know, Turco moments, if you will, where mm-hmm. where her delivery, she has a nice little shock, like almost choked up. You know, I I, I knew there was something else going on with those guys. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing it justice, but she did it. Like, there, there were elements. There, there was a lot of commitment in the film from her, despite the character being very different from her portrayal versus Hoag's portrayal, where... um. You know, obviously she's kind of bothered by them, but then loves them. So you have that like, but then she can't help but smile and these sorts of things. Yeah. So like, it's was... her take on it. So I appreciate that they didn't mm-hmm. just try and rehash April with a new actress. They 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 let her do her own thing, which yeah. is nice. I didn't find April as strong-willed though. No, she no. was damsel in distress. That wasn't distress really, but yeah. she wasn't as strong. Yeah, you're I right. I feel like she was just there mm-hmm. for the sake of being there. Mm-hmm. What I did like, though, was uh, Splinter's disciplining of them. Yeah. Ten flips. Ten flips. Yeah. When, uh, when fucking uh, Mikey Rat- is, like, just clapping. One, two, or is it 21, mm-hmm. 22, and then they see him, and he's like, 
one. <laughs> no, because yeah. it was I think Raph and him were just like shoving each other. Yeah, but he no no he ran up to Kino when they caught him. Like he ran up and he's like ten flips now, and then they do their talk, and then it comes over to him right after they decide not to infiltrate the Foot Clan with Kino and and Raph's on the side of Kino, and that's the other scene I wanted to talk about before we go into favorite scenes, if we could. Now we got the Sam Rockwell introduction in the first one. Have any of you guys noticed that Michael J. White? is in the recruitment uh, scene. No. He's standing oh. outside. Uh, he is he is part of that group that's standing with Kino before they bring them in. Really? He's by the car, yeah. So that's Michael J. White. Uh, Good for also him. in Ninja Turtles as well, which is kind of cool. Mm. Especially kind of that. a precursor to what his career ended up, kind of going down that route in terms of action, a lot of martial arts, lots of... Uh, like tough guy roles and stuff like that. So I, do love, I do love a Michael Jaw White. Yeah, man. Who does not? He's a good dude. Yeah. Hot guy. All right. Uh, those were the two that I wanted to bring up. Can we do a round of favorite scenes? Uh, sure. uh, I think so. East, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, obviously, pizza at the beginning is, yeah. my, Delicious. is, my, is my favorite. Um, my second favorite scene, I would have to say, is, <laughs> you know, it's quiet. A little too quiet. It looks like Raph. A little too rough. Um, and what's great about that scene too is uh, Donatello using his fucking uh, uh, bow staff as a fucking pool cue. Yeah, he keeps chalking it. <laughs> Even after he takes out the two guys, they're walking away, and he's chalking it again. You're like, what are you doing? But it's so funny; it doesn't matter. That and um, nice touch. I did. I did actually like the unveil of the underground subway system. Very yeah. similar oh, to yeah. Secret of the U or not Secret of the U, sorry, um, Ghostbusters Two. Yeah, you know, um, I did like that. I liked how uh, they actually progressed. They progressed them in that way, and you know, there was a good progression of storyline. It really could have like they really had something with this one too. There was a really, really good elements that were yeah, similar to one in it bone and then they just went off the tracks a little yeah bit. and i think that's when they could have put it back on the rails with three but then that's when three they were just like yeah fuck it you know yeah yeah um but i did like that and last but not least of course diesel kevin nash oh, as, uh, super, oh, shredder. oh super shredder i actually rewatched this uh yesterday i want to say that's when i started texting you nick yeah because i forgot all about Kevin Nash. I knew that there was a super shredder, but as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Diesel. Big Daddy Diesel. Mm -hmm. I love it. Perfect. And go Ninja Go. Oh. oh. Yeah. Ninja Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Oh. And I love how he acts as though he's um as though he's like just thinking this up. Oh, I've got a good idea for a song mm -hmm. right now that's perfectly choreographed in the dancing and everything. Awesome. <laughs> You're very authoritative in your stance right now. Yeah, kind sorry, of... I was trying to sneak oh, off secretly like a ninja can't... and get cookies. I am I am afraid to speak ill of anything in this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devin, your favorite scene. Um, I mean, honestly, I like I I try to continue being optimistic, um, given how much I loved the series as a kid. But this movie was almost completely unenjoyable for me. Really? I, I Why? Really how's just... like? Okay, what what's your one gripe with it? If you have to pick one gripe, one gripe. Okay, we'll give yeah, him, you got top top bunch, three. We'll give you man. top three, top um, three gripes. I, it it just it seemed like the first one was so so like gritty and realistic while staying light, 
And then the second one just kind of throws everything out and is just like, let's just go totally light on it. Let's just throw, you know, throw caution to the wind and just make it like, make it a movie for the kids. But I think, yeah, you're exactly and, right. Because that's what they looked at the critics' yeah. reviews and they said, despite the amount of money this film made, that we made for no money, let's just throw that all away. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean... The the introduction of uh, the wolf and the the snapping turtle, the Razar. Toka and Razar? Yeah. yeah. Which I, fucking April O'Neil, with no reference, just turns around and says Toka and Razar. But she had never heard their names, period. Whatever. The the, um, the scene where, where they try to hug Shredder, they're like, he's their oh, fucking mama. daddy. Your mom. Mama. My, yeah, it's mama. Because he's, he's like, you will daddy. call yeah. me master. And they're both like, ma? Ma? Mama, I love, I love, I love how they greet, and then I love how it pans over after they say that, and then um, which one's the turtle, Toka or Razor? Razor, Razor, and then Razor, snapping turtles shell on the back, yeah. got razors on it. I, I don't think you're right, but we're gonna go with it. I just liked it. Whatever it is. The, <laughs> oh yeah, the, actually, I the, think it the is fucking the whatever the it's Toka, right? He's Toka. Whatever the uh, fucking turtle, whatever the fucking turtle is, just like Mama, like just being like fucking come here. You know, I just like I just like its reaction. And he's like, the Shredder's like, get off of me! Yeah, and then bust through the doors, babies. I did. They're babies. No, my favorite was when they're being made. You see Tetsuya running for dear life. <laughs> like you little bitch, you just like the first movie. You're kicking ass and taking names, and now you're running away. It's true. That's all you're doing. You're running away. It's <clears throat> it seems like a real <clears throat> misstep too, given given that Bebop and Rocksteady were obviously like the big you know um, characters for the kids, yeah. right? So if you're doing this for the kids, which you know apparently you're yeah. obviously not <laughs> making a you know movie for teenagers, yeah, which you think like, you would do considering Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but but like you know that's you why would... kids buy like Nerf guns and stuff because teenagers are in the commercials, not little kids. Like that's why they do that. They make the kids just a little bit too old to be playing with these toys, yeah. so that the little kids will be like, "Wow, that's a cool older kid." He's got a beard. He's got a Nerf gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how yeah, they I mean, should have advertised these toys. I like a good guys like you and me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> just running around the house. I, me and you Look play with action figures. <laughs> bearded hipsters. They're cool. I like a good. Um, uh, a good underground subway hideout, <laughs> a, an abandoned uh, subway station hideout. But you stole that scene, so I have none. I have no other sources of enjoyment from this. Fucking did uh, did Toka and Razor's fucking eyes bother anybody else? Those yeah. eyes look fucking terrible, man. Yeah. Did they use? They the, put too much the... detail in them. It goes back to what you were talking about in a few episodes, and including one that was too bad to ever air. Uh, the recording quality we botched it one mm-hmm. week, but um, where it's like it's so close to being human that it's awkward to look at because it's not quite human. Yeah, yeah they put way too much detail that. in the eyes. Bothers you? Mm-hmm. Um, did they use the Jim Henson um creature shop? shop again? They yeah, didn't, they, they, they did in the second one. They did into yeah. yeah, they did into. I think third is the one where they were just didn't. It looks like subpar work compared to the first movie. I don't know. Well, the, the turtles, Toka and Razor. Yeah, the turtles look good. The turtles actually look probably better, especially Raph. Raph looks better. He's got well, more mobility. Yeah, but did you guys notice their headbands are more brighter 
mm-hmm. instead of dark and like ratty, like they came out of the sewers. Like these guys just like went to a thrift shop. Well, they've like been a- chilling out in April's place, so they probably got to do some laundry. And, and she's shit. footing the bill for that pizza too, man. Yeah, like, that shit's expensive. Yeah, where did they get the ten dollars in the first one? They stole it. Yeah, totally. They're just That's as true. bad as the foot. You know what they do? They, no, they steal it from the foot. They steal Perfect. it from the foot. <laughs> yeah, they rob the kids. Yeah. That's what they do. They beat up the kids and they take their money for pizza. Taking a page out of... Uh, They're stimulating the economy. Mm-hmm. So apparently the... Oh, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we'll get to... Uh, let's... Uh, where are we? Nick, favorite scene? Um. Oh. When they're infiltrating the foot? Yeah. The bell test. Oh, yeah, that's great. Like, I don't know what to do, just... Hold on a minute. Lights shut off, and he's got all the bells in his he head. Throws the, he throws the, like, the smoke, smoke bomb. bomb. Yeah. That was one. We work in secret, or we work in uh, whatever. Yeah. Super Shredder killing himself. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And splint- and people always complain about that, but we talked about this off air, mm-hmm. that it makes perfect sense. Because he, has he no pounds control. the ooze, and he's just out of control. He's irrational. Mm-hmm. He just pounded a whole vial of ooze. To a, point, to to- a, to a point where the turtles... Are trying to rationalize with him, yeah, to be like he's fucking ate all you. <laughs> You're not who you think you are, yeah, you know. And then he's just like, "Fuck it." And I love how his suit goes with the ooze; it gets yeah. bigger, you know. Like he them. took a shower in the shit. Yeah, exactly. Like he just threw it all over him. Per- perfectly fitting. The spikes getting more insane. The helmet gets bigger. Although, yeah. and it, that's some it, shitty metal that he's got on his helmet. <laughs> it's dark enough that it could have just been his body. You know, like it mutated all of him because it, it, it is fairly formed. You know, it's form fitting, but who knows? Yeah. Also, Devin, you're laughing. Oh, sorry. Nick, finish yours, unless this is re- no, unless relevant. This is uh, no, no. Finish, finish up first. Okay. Um, <laughs> when Splinter shows up in the at the junk at the junkyard with the bow and arrow. Yeah, it's Love like. It. Love it. Okay, my sons are. You could save your sons, but if you kill if you kill Shredder, you win. He yeah, had a clear shot at Shredder. Well, what's he, he going to do? Get him in the eye? Like, uh, you, you you can't guarantee that kind of shot. You could oh, really pinpoint accuracy on a rope that cuts the rope in half? Well, that's his one good shot. You know, he took his diazepam. He's a like ninja. A and he could have nailed Master. He could have nailed him. He could have nailed Shredder from across the yard that's and ended in, everything. That's not integrity of the warrior, though, man. Oh, bullshit. If it's yeah, war, it's war. Nah, but no, they have a code. They, they have a code. Yeah, they lost the code. Come turtles too. We all know that. How do they lose the code? They, they don't fight in the don't. shadows. They're all over the place. Yeah, but they're they're teenagers. That's the whole point with that. But I, I agree with you that they didn't fight in the shadows enough. Okay. Sorry, Devin. You're, Devin, you're yeah, laughing. No, I found a sentence that just perfectly summarizes my disdain for this movie. A big fight ensues among hundreds of witnesses, and eventually turns the turtles into, or and eventually the turtles turn Toka and Razar. Into their natural state, while Vanilla Ice improvises the ninja rap. Yeah, like there's. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I hate this fucking movie. <laughs> that's that's good for you, ninja. Vanilla Ice improvising the ninja rap. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that actually sounds pretty good to me. Uh, go, but go ninja, in the go groove. ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja. They're brick dance fighting. Go, go, go. And you have the fucking scientist like doing the arm thing. Word to your mother. Oh, yeah, the chore- terrible, the, the, the choreographed dance all over the backup dance is like, I guess we're going to go with him. I, I, <laughs> I love how it's like a back to the future moment. It's like, okay, watch for the pickups and follow my lead. Now, <laughs> with regards to that scene, though, real quick. I love how um, Vanilla Ice apparently immediately 
knows everything about the turtles yeah. from like two seconds of like they don't even do any ninja moves yet like they don't do any whatever ninjutsu i guess but they, they run off no stage. martial arts and it's just like immediately you know the whole uh fuck man i can't think of the first ninja line but he describes their entire life yep in that song yo you better stop it's like listen. stop collaborate and listen you know, uh, Ice is back with a brand new edition. Like, I know the song if I can go through it. That's but I'm Ice Ice Baby, though. Oh, is it? That's Ice. Fuck We're yeah, that's Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, oh, you're fuck. both doing Ice Ice Baby. We're both doing the Ice first line, <laughs> the first line in Turtles is "Yo, Ninja, back in the groove." It's because the same song. Little bit different. Well, the beat's but, different, but the groove is the like vanilla, the meter is the same because Have Vanilla you? Ice didn't have any flow. <laughs> Man. Come on. So what what is the what is how does it go? Yo, ninja's back in the groove. That's the only part I remember and it's, then go ninja go ninja go. Yo, it's, it's the mother. green machine. That's yes. the rock yo, the without, without being seen. seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down uh slamming and jamming to the new swing sound? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to <laughs> see. <it. laughs> I don't want to Yo, see have it. you ever seen a turtle fuck another turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Ice God, <laughs> that little green dick, that little Halloween sticker dick. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? T U Y T L E Power. Fuck ninja. Fuck ninja. Fuck. <laughs> that song is actually awesome as well. Yeah. Um. <laughs> boom. 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 Where are we? Were you done with your scene stick? You had a yeah, splinter. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Your scene stick. That's what we should. Well, I, I mean, my problem with it is is that is that they're putting it into the story. Not that the ninja app exists, right? Like, I'm fine if the ninja app, be, you know, like in the first one, yeah. If it, if it plays over the credit sequence, that's the way that these movies work. Like, you're you promoting just, vanilla ice. Okay, okay, Ghostbusters, shit like that. Right. Like, it makes sense. All right, but get, do me a favor, and I know that I'm asking a lot of you, considering that you don't like this film that much, but go back and watch the film. And try and put yourself in the mindset of either a kid or a parent or even just yourself. It doesn't really matter. And tell me that 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 last, like the third act where they bust into the club and that fight breaks out and everything. And like Mikey fucking goes up on stage and the girl follows him, (laughs) you know, and the boyfriend's like, what? Come back here, you know. That girl's probably like, I'm that, gonna fuck me a turtle. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. See a turtle get down. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm gonna she... see a turtle get down. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get. I want some of that turtle. Gonna fuck me a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later, baby. All right, but <laughs> tell me that you don't. There isn't wow. a level of fun that comes into that that you can't help but find yourself again, like we talked about with the first one, making that jump. A little bit. You know, I'm not saying that you're going to look at that and be like, this is a cinematic masterpiece. Because it's not. It's a piece of shit. But uh, it, it's... You're not wrong. That It's it, a moment where you you can't help but you're like, okay, this is fun, and you go with it. And it's not like nowadays where people say, okay, it's fun, and they go with it, and it's like fucking Transformers, incoherent nonsense. You still understand what's going on. You, It's a different kind of thing. Like, you understand where you would be as a child just seeing the turtles and and there's a part of you a small part of you and i know it's not right and from the perspective of a film analysis i shouldn't say this because it's irresponsible but there's a part of it that you can't help but acknowledge even just subconsciously 
I'm having a bit of fun here, mm-hmm. you know, because like I said, that it sounds ridiculous, but it sounds fun. Like you yeah. say, oh, okay, the scene's going to break out in a club and there's going to be a fight between turtles and giant mutants and blah, blah, blah. And ninja, and fucking the ninja rap's going to break out with fucking yeah, vanilla could, ice. Could, could you ima- hilarious could you, to me. Also, could you imagine like, <laughs> so what did you do last night? Man, I gotta fucking tell you something. So me and Kyle go to this nightclub, right? You know, we go with my we go with my girlfriend Janet. Kyle Reese? Yeah. Okay. Me and my buddy Kyle go to this club, right? With my with my girlfriend Janet. Yeah. You know, we're gonna go to go see Vanilla Ice. You know, he's performing, and all of a sudden, this fucking fox shows up with this giant spiky turtle, and these other mutant turtles come in, and the next thing you know, Vanilla Ice starts freestyling. Janet starts hitting on the fucking mutant turtle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Like, like, like that was, that was, that was my night last night. How was your weekend? I stayed stayed in and watched Netflix. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even have Netflix back then. I stayed in and watched TBS. (laughs) I I went to Blockbuster. I also, (laughs) I wanted to mention, you guys remember the promoters, the the sleazy promoter that's like, call the police. And then he comes, the little minion comes back with the phone. It's the police. He's like, what the police? Get away from... They like it. They like it. With the ponytail and the yeah. suit? Oh, and oh, ball on God. the top? Oh, perfect. Classic. Perfect ball promoter. You know what would have been I think great, that was the same promoter actually, from Wayne's World. <laughs> if, uh... Insta- you, want a, you want one of these? Oh, uh, no, no. I'm good. If, uh, instead of, um... Vanilla Ice doing the rap, if one of the turtles came up on stage and was like, yo, give me the mic, Vanilla Ice. Let me lay something down for you. Here's the it's here's Mike the and then it cuts in, and then it cut to Vanilla Ice's voice. <laughs> oh, it cuts to Vanilla, yeah, well, yeah, and Vanilla Ice voicing the rap, but then Vanilla Ice side stage being like, "Yo, these turtles are fucking hot." <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Makes the Back to the Future phone call. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cube, you know that hot new lick you looking for? Listen to this. The um, well. Mikey almost does because he gets up on stage and to the meter of the song goes, you like what you saw? Then give it up for every turtle. You know, he does the, he's a hype man. So it's all right. Party dude. So he's where, where, where dude. are we? <laughs> Nick, did you give, did I you gave give you all this Okay, I keep asking you. Okay. We got to talk three. We got to talk yeah. about three. Okay, so I'll do my scene quickly then. Uh, my favorite scene is the fight scene in the uh, the the junkyard, the the Kino Raff fight scene. Oh yeah, I love I love that scene uh, from the second that basically from the second that Raff goes, I think I just saw a ghost, and he comes with him, and then Tatsu shows up, uh, and conversely again another fight scene that I really like is the uh, the fun that you have at TGRI watching that fight scene, especially when Donatello grabs the vial and he gets up on the chair and the surf music starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, so the it's fun. It's really, really campy. Uh, doesn't have any of the grit of the first one and doesn't have as much fun as the first one also, mm-hmm. but it's salvageable. It's a movie. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. You know what? He doesn't actually really know anything about the Ninja Turtles. I'm reading the lyrics here, and it's just well, like... Well, but it says, like, gonna rock the night without being seen or something like that. And there's a few other lines yeah, that are like, clearly, so that, you have no reference for that. No, they could have okay, just showed up just, now. And you don't even ninja. know that they're Ninja Turtles. That's literally... He's literally saying, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. What but, reference do you have for that? No, no, but let that... Ninja that's, weapons? That's that literally... Used? They don't have them at that the point. He's not wrong, there. they didn't. Do they do they not shit. fight with their hands in that scene? Yeah, not, but they did stupid shit like okay, break dancing and like 
flipping up on yeah, their back and, even and hitting them with their heels. They're more or less getting their ass kicked until fucking Donnie bushes at the fire extinguisher. But uh, literally all he knows is that there's four of them and that they're probably ninjas. Like but there, there did, isn't a single other fact that he makes. But how did he make the leap to the ninja part? Because they didn't actually start doing ninja fighting until just, well, actually when the first verse replays because that scene goes on for like six minutes and there's only one verse in that song basically what i love is how the so, de- sorry, sorry. No, i was, no, gonna, you I was go. gonna say what i love is how see we're all complimenting vanilla ice and his rap skills right now but not the turtles dancing no no beyond that the <laughs> fact that the dj was just like i'm gonna fucking roll on this yeah. The DJ was mixing the whole. The DJ went like Daft Punk, like in fucking Tron Legacy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like they were just like fight scene. Fuck it, here we go, fight music. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like just kept it going. Well, yeah, because it stopped for a second, and then and then yeah, the music starts. I got the beat to this. Here we go. Yeah, let's just put the music back on. And yeah, and and then fucking Ice and the dancers are like, you know, nodding their head and looking at each other like, yeah, yeah. I can get into this. I can freestyle to this song. Me. About Ninja Turtles, because I assume that these are ninjas. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but literally, that's that's the only that's the one assumption that he's made. Well, they he have bandanas on their eyes, and that there's four of them, and everything else is just about him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like the martial head that Donnie turns the uh, the fucking volume up to ten, and then the guitar comes out, <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking the speaker blows? Which why does that speaker blow? But whatever, it's fun, and Shredder goes flying. Perfect. Also, one thing I want to mention about this film the f- and the first film, actually, and the third film, that I that they already fucked up in the new one. And I'm sorry, we will move on right now. But um, they time and time again say, I love being a turtle. They love that they are turtles. There's no fucking like, oh, I wish I was a human and like that life oh, was better as humans and all it. this stuff. Save so, uh, yeah, like right off the jump in the fucking first babe go around they did that and again in the new one it's like what the fuck man but in any case ninja turtles twa uh so it turns out that the um creature effects were by all the all effects company that sounds legit it's not uh jim hansen it's the all effects company which is why when you the the rewatch ability of this film is non-existent yeah I can't get through well, it. Well, the turtles look completely different. They all have freckles for some reason. Yeah, yeah and Corey Feldman's back all is... Ginger, uh... ginger turtles. And uh, there's half-naked samurais playing hockey. Well, they're not half-naked at that point. They are wearing clothes when they it play hockey. It is kind hockey. of funny when he teaches them how to play hockey. Yeah, and they just start fighting each other. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Hockey! Like hockey! Really... <laughs> Here's the thing. They, pl- they pluralized cowabunga. Cowabungas? No. They went... Or, sorry. They... Cowabungaling. <laughs> Cow bungling. Yeah. C O W A B U N G L I N G. This is the uh back cover of the of three on the on the on the VHS. Cow bungling. Okay. Kinda sounds like a way to fondle your somebody's balls. Well if you're gonna see a turtle get down, because you are in this film. <laughs> That's what they're saying. That's how they get down, they cow bungle. <laughs> so there's Nick and Ant cow bungling. Yep. <laughs> it's Perfect. Like, it's like frolicking in the woods. But yeah, um, I love how you offer Nick up as your partner in that situation. And Nick's just like, "What? I'm dropping bombs." <laughs> I'm dropping. Shh. I don't want to be the cowboy. Are you? Are you? On, yeah. What's? Don't don't hide from your. Feet. Now is he cowbungling or is he getting cowbungled? I'll do the cowbungling all you want. <laughs> okay. big oh god damn it! <laughs> You're just sitting there receiving the cowbunga. Just be gentle, okay? <laughs> oh, bro. All right, I'm all gentle. All right, uh, I don't even know what to fucking say about this movie. They're it's a going piece of back shit. in time. 
there's a wet willy. There's a wet willy. There's, there's pirates. A, there's there, spinach. There's thing caught on fire in a fucking town. I don't know. Casey there, Jones comes Raphael back. Raphael is again the only fucking... Turtles like, riding horsebacks, which is just a very, very, like, Animal Kingdom fuck around. Mm-hmm. They're, but here's the weird thing. They're legendary warriors before they go back. Yeah. P- uh, Paige Turco gets to flash her legs, uh, you know, to kind of uh, try and match uh, Judith Hogue's... Uh... And it doesn't have the same effect? No, no, it doesn't. she got nice legs, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's three. That's three. On, on the re- do you want to go on? Do you even have favorite scenes for this thing? Uh, uh, I'd like to talk about it enough that it, you know, it feels justified. Yeah. Uh, Casey Jones has an ancestor who was a fucking pirate. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Well, so it makes like, sense though. What does it, so what if he's bald on that scene? Does he have a wig in the other one? No, he's not bald. He's short hair. Uh, so yeah, I, I, cut, and he is clearly wearing a wig. I don't like it. Okay. See, I'm not gonna lie. See, the funny thing was three when I was a kid. That was the movie that fucking ruined Turtles for me. See, I didn't mind three when I was a kid. I did. I didn't hate. I it. I didn't like that whiny little kid, Yoshi. Yeah. Come here, little guy. Yeah, and Raph having the relationship with the kid was nice. Him and the fucking kite. Because yeah, the kite was good. I just I just remember watching it at fucking Victoria Terrace, and was just like, this is, this is hooey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just caught this on TBS like everybody else did. Oh man, my uh... I clearly have the VHS. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you have to complete the set. Yeah, I have I have all. That's f- not why I, I, I bought have... it though. I liked it. Yeah, I have all four on DVD now. I like yeah, that they all the just know how to that. ride horses instantly. Or no, uh, one of them doesn't. Is it, yeah, who is falls it, off the horse is first? Is it Donnie? Donnie, Donnie I, that doesn't know? And then you go to Raph, or sorry, you go to Leo, and he's like standing up on the fucking horse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the, the, maybe the first example of a movie that like, you know, I, I was st- like, I wasn't stoked enough to ask my parents if we could like go to the theaters to see it. It was like, I'm guys, I'm okay with just renting this. <laughs> like, just just wait a couple months. I'll it's wait. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's... You sure? You sure you don't want to go to the movies? Yeah. No, no, no. Just, no, no. I'm just gonna stay home. Damn it! We have to get a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Leo was kind of a shitty character in this film. They didn't develop him at all. Uh, comparative to the first one, where him and Raph are the most. You think Leo important. would thrive in feudal Japan? Yeah, exactly. Think, That's like, why it seems bread so and off butter. Because, like Raph makes sense again that he has this relationship with with a human because again he's the lone wolf kind of character. So you understand that, and you, you understand that the only thing that he appreciates is the innocence of a child. So he has no fucking time. Uh, he has nothing but disdain for the adults who you know tie up these children in their politics and blah blah blah. But uh, you'd think that Leo would have more of an opportunity to shine in know, the film, but it's unfortunate because they because they got Corey Feldman back for Donnie that they had to do more Donnie because that's that's yeah. where the money was. Yeah, my name is Donnie. <laughs> yeah, it was really important that they got fucking Feldman back too. You know, because everyone hated in the second one. The only one, <laughs> no one even fucking noticed. Yeah, I but know. the only one who stayed through, like voice actor wise, was uh, Mikey's voice. He went through all three. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That makes sense. Mikey was great. Mikey's always great. Yep. All effects company. That's amazing. All effects. They do all of them. Yep. That's how they save money on this piece of shit. They just got, we got the company that can do all of it. Yeah. All the effects. It's the Costco of effects companies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> villain sucks. It was a, who was the villain? That fucking... Clint Eastwood? Yeah. The guy, the... He wasn't, it wasn't Clint Eastwood, but he referred to him as Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he had the white cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. He was selling guns to the 
Japanese. The what is it? I want to keep saying Damaja, but that's Shogunate. Uh, that's Jeru the, the Damaja. Wasn't it the fucking Shogun? rapper? Wasn't it the Shogun? <laughs> and that guy's wicked as fuck. So I don't the want Damaja? to associate him with this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the whatever dominatrix, whatever. Uh, the fucking guy that gets his little fucking Top hair thing. Yeah, cut, cut I've off. I've blocked a lot of this movie out, except for when Casey Jones comes down the stairs at the subway station. Yeah, when he. F- yeah, that's great. That's a great moment. You're like, oh, he's back. Maybe this movie is... Oh, no, it's not. He's not even going back in... <laughs> he's not... Wait, Casey ain't going back in time with them? Yeah. Why? Why? Because like, we have some fucking surrogate to be a, a double-crossing fucking... Squ- yeah, bullshit. I want, the, ho- I want the golf bag filled to the tits with baseball bats, hockey sticks, cricket bats, and maybe a golf club. It would be awesome if the Turtles went back into time being like... Hey Casey, your ancestor, real fucking prick. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was a real dick. You're all right, but your ancestor, your great 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 grandfather, he was a real asshole, bud. Not not, not a good guy. No. Yeah. Not a, a good guy. What did he do? He tried to shoot me <laughs> twice. He probably deserved it. Yeah. He traded. He crossed the floor twice, and then we just forgave him for because we're sixteen. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, he made a move on your girl. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They totally had a shower scene. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the other scene I wanted to quickly point out was the uh, the the final kill on the big baddie where he falls into the fucking rock-filled water, mm. and it looks as impressive as uh, Temple of Doom. Same thing, falling into the rock-filled water. It's just horrible. I think they got falls from high places right until they did Die Hard. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Very good point. I respect that, but that was before this. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. And then they really fucked up. Like what like these guys should, like all mm-hmm. effects watch die hard you fuckers. In any case. Yeah, cuz doesn't uh Industrial Light and Magic does some stuff on number 2. I don't know if they're involved in one. But they yeah. Sound. Yeah, I and ILM does some stuff on number 2. Oh, that be Skywalker Sound. Skywalker Sound. Yeah, I don't know if they're in on it, but I saw I was reading some of the stuff that ILM did on it on number 2. Anyway, anywho, anyway, I think it's good to move on. I don't want to yeah, do favorite no, scenes on got... this. They're fucking samurais. They're in the past. There's a kite. There's it's, a kid. It's a real... You were, Clint Eastwood. It was uh, for toys. As, as, as East would say, it was for fucking toys. Oh, for sure. But also, it was like... It was one of those things where it was getting you the hype for like fucking Turtles in Time. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, true. It's like you're like... You're sitting there and you're like, oh, they're going to do Turtles in Time? Fucking... Oh. Nope. <laughs> 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 you know? All right. You wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, a little bit about the animated uh, film TMNT. Yeah, that to me is the proper two minute successor to th- to two. Okay, agreed. It picks up the story right after Shutter's gone. Completely picks up the story. Raph goes off on his own. He's like sent away by Splinter to become a better leader. You find him in like the rainforest, hunting down like these cartel leaders, and just the visuals of him just stalking like these military leaders. It's almost predator esque. Mm-hmm. It's just you see his eyes, and then he just starts swiping away at them. Imagine that a ninja acting acting like a ninja, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty impressive. Rad. Yeah, I mean, all the turtles have kind of splintered off. Mikey has his own little, <laughs> Mikey has his own little business. Splintered. Yeah, that was very nice. I, I made it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give that one a clap. That was good. That was very good. The callback, very. Nice. Mikey has his own little business. He's he's actually dressed as a giant turtle and goes to birthday parties. <laughs> yeah. As his own, and he's got like giant nunchucks. Donnie just does what he does, and then Raph has his own new vigilante. 
protagonist or uh, persona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they all kind of, and then yeah, Leo like comes, Leo, like Ninja Turtle Batman. It's kind of cool how like it's April that tells him to come back. Mm-hmm. Finds him. He's like, okay, well, we'll see. I'm still training. But the way he comes back, like you see him like on like a plane. He's just hanging off the wheel as it's about to land, <laughs> and then he just swan dives off the plane with like a, like a wing jet, yeah. and then he just goes into like the sewer. Perfect. So visually, this movie is perfect. It yeah. could do a lot more than what the live action could have done, but it stayed true to like the original story at heart. It stayed true. I also like um, Patrick Stewart was in it too. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Stewart was um, Splinter, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, Lawrence Fishburne was Splinter. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was Splinter. Uh, Patrick Stewart was the baddie. Yep, and then you had Chris Evans as Casey, Casey and, and Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar as April O'Neil, which was fucking awesome. Those, and I think, and even you know, what was also great too was that movie for like a kids movie really actually built up their relationship, and you actually saw the strain and the stress of it at this, of him being a vigilante. And here's the and, kicker: at this point in time, the cartoon's still running. Yeah. And the yellow, like, tracksuit that April wears in the movie gets transferred into the TV series. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, there's some continuity on this. Yeah, it's really nice. It was, uh, it was a good, it was a nice hats off to all the things we grew up with, as well as really um, maturely drove the series forward. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just, yeah. And the again. it's gone. I mean, it was responsible left- for kids to watch. And, you know, like, it wasn't, it was still dark, darker than three, but it was... It was also still kind of pandering to those who thought that the first Turtles was a little too mm-hmm. dark. Yeah, I think it found like that healthy balance between mm-hmm. like the dark stuff and like the campy light stuff. Yeah. yeah, I still love the rooftop scene in the CG movie. Yep, mm-hmm. one of my probably my favorite. I'd say that's my that if you could do favorite scenes real quick. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. Um, the relationship between Sarah Michelle Gellar and Casey Jones in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I have I. I it's great to see a relationship like they're that together go- and they're living together. Well, they're, yeah, but you actually see an adult relationship in a kids movie. Yeah, you know, which was very it was real. I wasn't expecting that in mm-hmm. Turtles. Um, to be honest with you, uh, and then I would say if I had to pick a third, um, just the battle at the end. Yeah. Well, my favorite scene would be it's the end of the movie, and they have like this little shack full of. It's kind of like the Batcave, how he has props or, like, whatever mm-hmm. memorabilia of, like, what he's done. So, I have, like, a little shelf. It's got the TCRI uh, canister mm-hmm. with the ooze that they had and the Shredder helmet. And then Raph hangs up his hangs up his helmet. And then all of a sudden, Mikey comes in and just, like, it's a serious scene. And all of a sudden, Mikey comes in. It's like, I put my helmet here. So, he hangs <laughs> up, like, his his guy, his, like, his side his, job. Yeah. Persona, it's a giant turtle <laughs> helmet on a shelf full of, like, serious shit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like, okay, it's still good. That was good. Good voice casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't remember much about this film. I gotta go back and take another watch. Really good. It. It's yeah. really, really worth really it. Good. I remember really enjoying it. Um... But yeah, I don't know if I can nail down a favorite scene. Um, you guys want to take one more break, come back, and we'll just share some final thoughts. We're going to do it all in one, so I'm going to put up a spoiler warning now on the new Turtles film, as well as uh, the 2014 go-around. So we'll just chat a little about the 2016 and 2014 go-around. Cool? Cool? Cool. Let's get into them goods. Oh, not this again. 
All right, so we're back, and uh, all right, so we're not back. Now we're back. All right, so we're back. <laughs> I'm probably gonna leave that in. Do it. <laughs> I would. Um, these fucking Bay-produced movies, gentlemen. Mm. Okay. Now, one thing I'd like to do, if if we could, is try and remove our kind of fanboy status with this series and can you tell me are these good films no no like no in, in any way shape are or form like is me? this going to introduce a new generation of fans to the yeah troubles? new generation of fans it's called go on fucking netflix and watch the old cartoons yeah so the, the old movies you feel are still doing the job they the hold okay. they hold yeah these new ones here here's the thing when you're when you go to a, a mountain close to new york city and you start. There's a lot of those. You start riding down it, and it goes through all the seasons, uh, which it does in this film. Well, same as the rain and sun and snow and shit that happens when they're in the sewer, the sewer fight. Like they come, they they leave, and it's like a completely different. It's like nighttime or something. Isn't oh it? yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's really uh, Lots it's inconsistent. It's very inconsistent. Uh, the origin alone is just oh. Fuck me, man. Mikey's, Mikey's a pervert. Uh, you guys, like, Splinter looks like a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Splinter looks like Michael Bay. Oh. oh. I'll take it. I'm not high-fiving that. Okay. Um, did they get some American flags in this? Like, I know he didn't direct it, but did he still oh, there's get a, some? When the, when the pole goes down when they're fighting the robot shredder, okay. yeah, there's Good. a couple of America. Good. America. Just checking. Just checking. Hey, man. America and its pizza-loving city, New York. Yeah, best scene though is is as we were talking about outside is the rapping in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, that that is the only moment in that film that's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, oh for sure. Everything else is just pure shit. Yeah, I mean, they were fucking her pets. Are you kidding me? They're April's fucking pets. Well, okay, but at least they kind of went back to the whole uh, lab relationship. Yeah, okay, there. fine, fine. But I don't like, yeah, Spencer I don't like finds Splinter not book? naming them. No, Spencer and finds learns a book, himself, yeah. teaches himself in the sewers. Like, he fucked? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And then there's this one scene that I really, it's just I, uh, I the found, adrenaline scene. But Nick, to support that point, I actually, I recently found a book uh, in on filmmaking, and I've since gone out and, and uh, made uh, Citizen Kane. I don't know if you've seen it, yeah, so... Mm. Yeah, so that's you can do that. You can turn into greatness from a single book. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Do you guys remember the uh, adrenaline scene? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, we're teenagers. Let's just pump ourselves full of fucking adrenaline and drugs, and we'll be have superhuman strength. Fuck, man. Uh, yeah. Well, they're, they're I like supposed that to be... they're impervious to bullets, but they don't have any trouble getting the needles in them. Sure. <laughs> See, I fuck this movie, man. Yeah. I was. I here's the thing, I, I went to this movie. I went to this new movie. It's my buddy Norm's birthday. I I couldn't have been. I was so fucking high going into this movie <laughs> that here's the thing. Here's the thing. His girlfriend was supposed to be was supposed to go with us. It was me, my buddy Tom, and Norm. The guy, the DWP guys. You should probably guys. do a drunk with power like fucking read right now if yeah. you want to. It was uh, it was it was it was me and the drunk with power guys. Me, Tom, and Norm, and Norm's girlfriend, Caleb. Drunk with power dot lipson dot com. Yes, you're yeah. not gonna do it. Thanks, man. Sorry about that, dude. No and, and and now on iTunes. Yeah, are you on iTunes? Oh yeah, we are now fucking on iTunes right. and Google Play. Yeah, oh. well, that was yeah yeah. 
Anyway, um, so we're going. I'm so goddamn fried that I didn't even notice Kayla was there. So she got upset that I didn't even say hi to her the whole time because I was so stoned. I didn't even notice her. So when we're leaving, I'm like, hey, Norm, where's your girlfriend? He's like, oh, yeah, she's not coming because you didn't even fucking say hi to her, you rude piece of shit. But I was so stoned. So I'm thinking that I have to walk out of this movie being satisfied, at least liking something or laughing because I'm that level of high. To not see, to be impervious of a buddy's lady friend and rude is not me. I was that stoned, and this movie still fucking sucked. It was terrible. It's a piece of shit. Don't watch it. Don't support Michael Bay. How was the popcorn, though? Popcorn was delicious. Excellent. Not too much butter. Just the right amount. <clears throat> popcorn chop? You didn't get enough? You had a little time? No nachos? No No nachos. I got the... I did, I, I did get a chocolate bar. Okay. No yeah. tuds? No, I got the big old Did you large size your pop? Fuck yeah, you did. 20 cents more? Yeah, man. Because you have to get the pop that's bigger than your whole fucking, you you Did you do the free refill thing? No, man. I couldn't get up. I don't want to. (laughs) Anyway, it just sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm not... uh, Okay. Uh, The hip-hop culture, yes, it stays with the turtles, but Gwen fucking Stefani? No, that's fine to me. I didn't like that. But uh, I, I... to, to go back over a few things that you said, Nick, I don't like how they they were satisfied telling the entire origin story of the turtles, um, and not even just of the turtles, but of the Foot Clan, and seemingly having a ton of knowledge about the Foot Clan. Um, the Foot aren't even fucking ninjas; they're just with, yeah, with, mercenaries with guns. Yeah, with uh, with poor, poorly written fucking. Uh, um, expository dialogue from fucking Splinter, who, again, also sounds like a pervert, in addition to looking like one. Oh, yes, my sons. Shredder's a giant transformer. Would you like some pizza, my sons? (laughs) Like, it's not... There's something wrong. The 99 cheese pizza. Like, it... it, Dripping. Get in the hashi. Like, it just (laughs) sounds fucking dirty. But in any case... Um, everything Splinter says sounds dirty. You're not going to get my boys. Why is Donnie <laughs> like, wearing glasses? I don't know. Because he's a nerd. That's why, yeah, right? Like, you have to throw it in my face. And the noses. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. Why is well, Michelangelo... because he didn't have a nose, they couldn't keep the glasses on. Boys, why are they wearing pants? Yeah. Why are they wearing pants? Well, because apparently in this version of anthropomorphic turtles, they, they all have are, they're rocking huge fucking dongs. Fuck no. man, nobody wants to see it. They're getting down. <laughs> get down. No, no one wants to see a turtle get down. Exactly. I like my turtles the way I like my men. Megan Fox is getting down with the turtles. What? Penis free? Penis, yeah. <laughs> Penis free and naked. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Goodbye, so horses. So you, yeah. so you were a big fan of Alan Rickman's performance in uh, Dogma. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, I. Okay, I pointed out this line to Devin recently, so I want to know if you guys had the same problem with it as I did after the first big sequence of April, because this is the April O'Neil movie, by the way. It shouldn't have been called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It should have been called April O'Neil and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's what the movie should have been, in all seriousness, because it's an April movie. Mm-hmm. The line that I love to death is right, either right before or right after the trampoline yoga uh, news report. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives this little line that's like, Four years of journalism school, and now I have to deal with this, whatever, whatever. Four years of my life, blah, blah, blah. And she makes mm-hmm. a big deal out of journalism school. Now, I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's not like clown college, 
you don't it's not like welcome to the journalism school welcome to wrestling school you know like it, it's not like that in in america it's definitely not like that in canada so like you can't even just say that you did a journalism degree or you can't say that you you know why, instead of four years in journalism school, which is a bachelor's degree, so you don't fucking deserve shit, frankly. Because, like, the guy flipping burgers at McDonald's has a bachelor's degree these yeah. days. So, um, instead of saying, why not just say, like, I have a master's degree in journalism or in fucking English or anything, right? Instead of, like, I, have, I went to journalism school for four years. Who? What? Did you, I'm pretty sure that you just read that in the back of a fucking like sleazy free newspaper and got suckered that's probably why they're putting you on the yeah. trampoline beat because they're like this girl went to quote unquote journalism school and i have all these people here that went to fucking like you know ivy league fucking colleges you know I, trampoline you know you want me to you want me to kick the guy that graduated uh from fucking cornell off this because uh, it's in upstate new york i just mm -hmm. thought you know for this and the, <laughs> <laughs> so that you you from your jur unnamed journalism school she went to the tr trump university yeah the other thing that i love is <laughs> oh they tried to do the anti-joke moment and they fucking failed so bad when she pulls all the boxes out of her closet because again it's the april o'neill movie and it's like i named them they're turtles and she's yelling at her fucking roommate who we don't know who it is until that scene of course and you're 30 minutes into the movie so let's introduce a new character perfect Oh. And uh, and then she's like, Mom, I want to move home, the, the roommate, you know, and the music stops, of course, because mm -hmm. it's this fucking, you know, uh, uplifting fucking epic music. And then, of course, it drops and, you know, record stops kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mom, I want to come home, you know. Uh, yeah, I uh, fucking another big fuck you moment. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I was gonna say. I was, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, when Whoopi Goldberg dragging this fucking woman into this franchise, it's like, oh my just god. Just stay on. Just stay on the view. Stay Whoopi. on Star Trek for fuck's sakes. Go back and do more Star Trek, Guinan. That's where that's, I want you. That's, that's where, where you she should. That's where be. she should show up. You are. Yeah. yeah. You're so important to that show. Show her no. She should, she should, she should yeah. go back to Did that. Did anybody tell Whoopi that it was 2014 and not 1975? Just the way they did her up in that film. It's like a poncho, giant fro pushed back and thick rimmed glasses. It's like, really? Yeah. I don't know. I think she's supposed to be like a new age. Like what? A hippie news hipster? Manager. Yeah, no. So. No. Like, yeah, even a new age. Maybe she graduated from journalism school as well. <laughs> and then and I love how Will Arnett is just like, well, even though you're fired, I'm going to give you the car. And even though you're fired, I'm going to get you this. Well, it's because she has a nice ass, which Megan Fox actually doesn't have that nice of an ass. I just want to point that out. Oh, man, I don't like her. Really? I can't confirm that she has that nice of a body, frankly. Like, she's a pretty girl. I don't think she's that great of an actor. So if you're putting her in the movie for fucking... Uh, you know, for boners, then I I don't even know why because I, well I mean, apparently sure she was complaining on set because like the hair dye was like making her hair fall out. Oh yeah, I believe it. But she with some of that fucking dialogue, you can't even tell the quality of her acting because they're trying to push the hotness thing and they're trying to push how upset she is about her her fucking. Uh, lot in life, which seems pretty fucking solid to me. But what's the quality of Megan Fox's acting realistically? I can't tell, though. So it's not fair no for me to, you know, it's not fair for me to put anything or, or, or like to even talk about it because you can't, you That's can't true. quantify it. You can't gauge and it. And this isn't, this is an actor who has more dialogue probably than anyone in the film. Mm -hmm. And it's just redundancy it's after fair. redundancy. Yeah. 
and poor dialogue and expository dialogue and no fucking uh, character development at all. And here's the it's kicker. Just... The title of the film isn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's just Ninja Turtles. Oh, is it? I thought Teenage Mutant's like really tiny above it. Uh, I believe it was, they just they were I'm pushing pretty, the whole I'm Ninja pr- Turtles at this point. Okay. But I also, uh, here's another thing. Is Judith Hogue could kick her fucking ass. Well, she's in the new one. Paige Turkle could even kick her what? ass. Yeah. Wait, she's in the Hogue, new one. She shows up. She's a reporter. Yeah, she is actually at the end of the first one. No, second one. Really? Yeah, second one. It, it, oh, yeah. it does say Teenage Mutant um, just above in yeah. tiny letters. In tiny letters, but they're still pushing the whole Ninja Turtles. Well, that's what the initial goal was because they were supposed to be aliens. Yeah, they're supposed to be oh, yeah. aliens. Which don't even start me on Which, that you know shit. what? I kind of wish it, they were aliens. You know why? No, because that, that's Cause why it, fucking things like biker mice from Mars and like street yeah. sharks and all this failed was because there's no connect. Like, but you, that's what I wanted. That not that what we want? We no. want it to fail? Yeah, you want it to fail. You no, want it, I, I don't want to have to I wanna, sit through the, the length of the fucking uh, uh, rights to run out before I get another film like the thing is if they continue to make bad films like here's my thought process okay and we're you know if they continue to make bad films and the and still still the like society fucking aches for ninja turtles then when that that fucking uh you know term of ownership is up or even when it's just helmed by new hands there the 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 series lives on Whereas if you let it die, sometimes you can't bring it back. And that's that's a hard thing for me to swallow with that. Terminator is a great example. Like, they let it die for long enough that they couldn't bring it back. And I don't want to see that happen with the Turtles. So, uh, like, they keep making... Now they keep making all these shit Terminator movies now, you know, 20 years after the last good one. I can deal with with a little drought like the Terminator because I'll still go back to the theater and see another Terminator film and another one and another one just in the fucking hopes that maybe they'll get it right one day or at least I'll leave the theater and be like "Eh, good movie you know and it's the same thing with the Turtles for me I would rather them live on and like someone walk out of the theater and be like man like a kid like a 13 year old kid walk out of the theater and be like man that was a piece of shit and some like their big brother or big sister can be like hang on a second here come here kid I'm going to show you something and they can still get into the turtles, you know, because it's still it's still prevalent is my point. And yeah, so that, that's my thought. But maybe I'm wrong because like these guys own the fucking royal uh, the rights to it now. So you well, can't no, do anything Nickelodeon who's got the rights. To exactly. Mm-hmm. So for kids. So they dumb it down. But <clears throat> then it's like you forget there's fans many years before these films. It's like. Pay some homage to them. Don't just put fucking Cowabunga at the end of the goddamn movie. Yeah. Now, we, again, I'm going to warn everyone. Spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. Who fucking cares? Um, Nick? It was... Casey Jones? Okay. Here's the thing. What the fuck, man? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing about this second movie that just came out. There was less human interaction mm-hmm. than the first. More turtle centric story. Yeah, they put like they like okay the human element. Let's put it on the back burner. Like yeah. these guys are in the back seat so much so that they literally disappear for like fucking half the movie. And it's like I don't really give a shit you because you're on exist. the turtles itself. Which I was like, okay, fine. So they there's literally like, moments where like April was in the back of the shot, not saying anything. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Which which I'm like, okay, these guys are learning a little bit of lessons from the first film. Now we get into what I call 
fuckery, which is why does it look like something that was made in like the early, not in the early 2000s, but at least like 2010, the CGI on the other characters, not the turtles themselves, but the other characters was weaker. Well, there's so much animation in this film, you don't understand why they did it live action at all. Yeah. That's my problem, is why isn't this just an animated film? Especially two. But I do like what they do with the shredder in this one. Like, you have, and we, we talked about this off there, animated food, for fuck's sakes. Like, both the pizza and the pasta is animated. And it's like, you know, why? Why? Do you know they, in real life, in the real world, they have fucking pizza. Practical and you have, you have guys there mm-hmm. under the turtle suits or like under the turtle CG. So I understand that maybe it's easier for them to interact with fake pizza with, to go with their fake fucking uh, regalia. But, but one of the best scenes have. in the original was when you had these puppets trying to fucking bite that pizza. Well, they read it. Re- and all they, the was, all they get was cheese. Or in the first Bay one, they did the chop thing with the swords yeah, and then landed on Splinter's head. And you're like, oh... That's supposed to be a callback, except for I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. This one, this second one, it's built CG upon pizza. the other one, it's just, it still wasn't a strong, it still wasn't strong. Yeah. But it seems like they're building something there. Yeah, but like, again, there's so many goddamn characters in this film, Nick. There's like, there's, okay, so Casey Jones, who is about as much Casey Jones as my fucking butthole is, like, in all seriousness, actually, you know, my fucking... Uh, Your butthole's got a hockey mask? Yeah, my... Exactly. It's got to so, like, protect from pucks. I know. <laughs> got to protect from East's cowabungling. That's what <laughs> I, yeah. Nothing will stop that. <laughs> Get through the eye holes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it'll probably fit, too. <laughs> oh. Well, we already covered bigger isn't always better. Um, <laughs> it's not the size of the army; it's the ruthlessness of its onslaught, my friend. <laughs> okay, we, we so you've got you've got fucking uh, Oliver Queen TV. Oliver Queen is fucking uh, um, Casey, Jones. Casey Jones, representing Canada. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Go go back. Come back to Canada. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you just go to like the West Coast or you something. Got stay away Stockman. from me. You got yeah, who's the only one that appar- apparently fucking cares about the film? Because at least he, as much as I fucking but don't want to pat Tyler Perry in the back, it's ever Gone Girl was cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but and he's done a few other like things that I didn't hate him as Alex Cross, but like he's, play- he's fucking Morgan Freeman. Like you're trying to, you can't follow Morgan Freeman. True, but, but I would I would like him more in cop roles. But continue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, much better. Um. He's a great straight man, surprisingly, which is great because he understands comedy. So mm-hmm. even if you don't concur with his execution of comedy, because of his understanding of it, he can play a phenomenal straight man. But in any case, he's one of the few that I care uh, I cared about in this well, film. Apparently, the, just, <laughs> the shit that he was Factor doing in Stockman, though. Yeah, he's... I understand that, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. I can deal with it. I can deal with it. His fucking pseudoscience that that like <laughs> it turns into this. your fucking. What is it like? It turns you back into your ancestor animal or some yeah, bullshit. We up. don't evolve from different animals. But here's the like, kicker: you didn't evolve east from like a fucking buffalo, and I didn't evolve from a fucking you know. That would be sweet I, if I, I did, though. I don't know. I can't think uh, like a fucking wolf or something. You know, we're not. Why gonna do you revert- get a cool animal and he gets the buffalo? Wait, well, whoa! Buff- what, you got a problem wait, against buffalo? I got a problem with buffaloes. That's why they're extinct. No, they're what? What? Thought the buffalo was extinct. It is extinct, but not from like natural causes. Not from our hearts. Yeah. Okay. We're on, we're, we're a strange beast. Come on. But that's my whole point. It's like it doesn't. The, but the guy still delivered. He still tried. Yeah. 
fucking Shredder could have like they recast they him are and they re- recast the and daughter. They're rebuilding it pretty well with the Shredder. Yeah, but you could have cast a fucking like lamp post as Shredder in this film. Like, I kind of like the actor they picked. I, I like the actor they picked. I didn't like what he did with it. Yeah, too. Eh, you know what? At least it wasn't like a fucking super Shredder robot. He was actually I a tiny little fucking guy in a normal suit with this the claws and the, the helmet was pretty damn decent too. Yeah, I agree. It's an improvement aesthetically. And now we have- there's so much shit in this film. There's so much goddamn shit in this film. Like you got in one film, you've got Baxter Stockman, you've got fucking uh, Krang with the Technodrome, you've got fucking Bebop and Rocksteady and the Shredder. And it's an, what, it's like an hour and, what, 40 minutes? Yeah. So, how much of this shit that they probably shot also ended up on the cutting room floor? And, like, and it's a fucking mess. Like, it's a fucking mess, man. It was better than the, uh, it was better than his predecessor. I don't think so. I think it's building onto something, like, from what I saw. Like I, the only thing that's better is this turtle-centric. Yeah. I'll agree with you that maybe I might have enjoyed. I really want to see them do like the whole fucking Dimension X crossovers with the different universes. Maybe you get a fucking Usagi. Uh, the fuck's his name? Uh, the the the, the bunny samurai. Oh, fuck man! Yeah, I remember him, him but and having they, him and Leo go at it, mm. fuck, that would be a story. They probably will, and you know what? It's it's gonna be but, a CG piece of shit. Yeah, and he's gonna show up with a fucking. Pizza Hut pizza and the Budweiser mm-hmm. truck. Not Pizza Hut pizza. It's got to be fucking Domino. I know, but well, in the new movies, it is Pizza Hut, which shows that the turtles don't like pizza and they don't no. respect themselves. They like but... grease. <laughs> um, and Probably be played by Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I... <laughs> this one also, how did you take a fucking property that you can literally do anything in regards to product placement? You can put anything in these goddamn movies, comics, etc., and it seen, still seems foreign. I'm seeing when it Everlast, shows up, like as the punching bag, like predominantly Everlast punching bags. Yeah, like how do you how do you fuck that up? Like you can't. Oh my god, I don't want to keep going because I usually don't like to go negative on the show. So okay, fuck it. It's all good. It's 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 it's, my, it's Michael Bay film. Yeah. So don't worry. It's about Michael it. Bay well, produced it's piece produced, of shit. Because so, the first one you were telling me on the break, Deb, and Jonathan Leavesman is the first film. This one around Dave Green. Anybody remember the show Entourage? No. Uh, let me think. Okay. I try not to. <laughs> Do you remember when he finds out what Aquaman, who's going to direct Aquaman 2? Yeah. Michael Bay, it's a fucking rush job. I don't want this. What the fuck? Yeah. That's what it is. Every time I see Michael Bay, it's a rush job. He just wants to put it in the theaters, blow shit up, and c- collect his money. Yeah. I don't like that either. And I don't like when people go off on Schumacher either because both of them, like... I'm not saying Bad Boys or The Rock or like fucking perfect films, and I'm not saying like They're for example fun, like Phone Booth or like Saint Almost Fire or any of the or The Client or any of this shit with Schumacher are good films are all great films or anything. But they've done. My point is, you hear that about those two very prominently. The people like you know Schumacher shoot on Batman and like fucking Bay shit on Transformers. Yeah, but like they still they've made other good movies. Like there's no reason that the studio oh, yeah, wouldn't sure. try them out. Demolition Man. So it's now the studios. Yeah, exactly. So it's now the studios' fault that like fucking. They no, I know for sure. I just in my mind when I say hats. when I say fuck Michael Bay, I mean well, it. Well, this one is literally Bay's fault. Yeah, like I say, <laughs> I say, like I say, like I say, fuck Michael Bay in regards to like transform, like not ge- the rock, yeah, geeky not shit, bad boys. Not, yeah, not bad boys too. Just taking like known his, properties his, away. Yes, his original content, as in like regards to 
you know, his by, original content no is good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like well, Bad Boys, just, great. The Rock, great. All that shit's great. You know, and and same with um, you know, Joel Schumacher, man. He made some fuck. The client's a fucking wicked movie. Phone booth. You know, great movie. Give him something else. Not very good at it. And I'm just, I'm just saying, man, that with the amount of fucking yeah, he did fan, he did, Tiger Line, yeah. he did. That was a wonderful film. Um, Elias Coteus. Uh, oh. I just find that if yes, these studios they're they're good. You're gonna make money. You're gonna make money off of Ninja Turtles. You're gonna make money off of Transformers because and GI Joe because it's bigger. It's bigger than that. You know. Yep. The ideology and everything is bigger behind all of that. So why don't you just maybe maybe listen to your like the fucking core fans, which are backing most of this shit anyway, and just change it up a little bit. You know what? Just get I think somebody Brendan else said at the best, there. like, why don't you just go straight CGI? I yeah. mean, like, there's so much you could do on CGI alone instead of doing the live action. There's, uh, there's new... too much CGI in this film to not just make it an animated film. Exactly, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you can build a whole new world. Um, one thing, because you, you brought up the money. Now, one thing that we're hearing a lot this summer is this, because uh, your reviewers like their it terms. I remember when Plotosaurus Rex uh, was dropped by some reviewer, it became like the fucking it term for months. Um, and now this uh, summer is being call- deemed uh, a summer suffering from sequelitis, a term which is absolute dog shit and bullshit. Um, but... Sequels galore. There are tons of sequels, but they're saying that people... That audiences have sequel fatigue, and that is why they're not going to, to films. And maybe did you think that it's just because the films aren't good? Like, in the case of both X-Men, they lifted the embargo. Batman, why the fuck they lifted their embargo? I have no fucking idea. Um, or like Superman, Batman, but who cares? It's Batman, Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um You know, uh, so a lot of these big blockbuster films, they're making mistakes with um with both the promotion cycle and with uh you know allowing reviewers to like unleash on these films mm. before they ever hit whereas like for example a lot of people like again also saying like oh well any comic movie that isn't civil war you gotta like spit on and reviewers blah 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 well now i have the reviewers back on this point because civil war for america it had nothing to do with uh, what reviewers were saying we were p- taking it in context like what some of the most respected film critics in north america were saying certainly has weight but conversely you look at the box office numbers for europe a week before civil war ever drops here and it's pretty apparent that there's a good amount of people going back to see it twice and three times mm-hmm. so you know that there is a level of commitment to that film that that you, you you're going to strap into your seat and enjoy that film this film has none of those things. So to say, oh, it suffers because it's a sequel is dog shit. It's a bad fucking movie. What were its box office totals this, uh, its opening weekend, uh, Devin? Um, box office, $69.3 million. Wow. Budget, $135 goddamn million. And this is just the American number? Uh, or worldwide? I don't think it opened up in Europe yet. Yeah, oh, no? Okay, fuck. Looking a bomb. Yeah. It's well, yeah, Jesus. no, I, 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 totally, and, uh, that's a lot of, you know what, I, you know what I'm, ex, you know what I'm excited for, Randy? 
given like what you were saying, because I totally agree with you. It is a bullshit term. So you know what studios are going to start doing, which I can't wait for them to do? Not making sequels? Well, no. Is when they No, they're going to make sequels, but they're going to do it how what used to be when we were kids in the 90s, yeah. which is they're not going to call it fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. They're going to do what Christopher Nolan did with Batman, which was it wasn't Change Batman Begins 2. It was The Dark Knight. But then he, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes... Yeah, it is a sequel to a movie, but it, that movie now stands alone. Like Thor, you know? Thor: The Dark World, it kind of has no, a sound not, a little feel to but it. But it's but no, but that's but that's even still Thor. I'm talking like straight yeah, up, plus like it's fucking, part of this episodic MCU. Yeah, I'm talking like um, you know, uh, the 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 Alex Cross movies. You know, yeah. along came a spider, and then uh, Kiss the Girl. Well, Kiss the Girls came first. Along came the spider was a, a prequel mm. that came out after. But you, but you know what I mean though. It's a totally different name. Yeah. You know, it happens to have the same character. Yeah. And the uh, fucking, uh, uh, the, the big baddie in the crow. Mm-hmm. Top dollar. He's yeah, in, he's, he's in the long camera spot. Yeah. yeah. What a also... voice. Just best fucking voice. What man. is it? Like all the, uh, Tom Clancy films. Yeah. I, I wanted to say, sorry, this Jack is, Ryan. um, uh, that number actually does include other territories. Oh my God. In North America. 35. Million opening weekend. No wonder the that theater is, was empty last night. They are short a hundred million dollars, and somebody just got super fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Does, is that Fox? No, uh, that's no. Paramount. Paramount and uh, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon plus some and the kicker. They had other. Uh, they had other backers. Of course, other they, Asian, they, other, had, they had product. A lot of a lot well. of Asian studios backed the project. Yeah. Well, they still got their fingers in the rights. Yep. From years ago. But in any case, any final thoughts on Ninja Turtles, sequelitis, or anything? I wouldn't mind ending it on a high note. So if you guys want to go back to whatever whatever part of the Turtles history you want to go back to, feel free. A f- round of favorite thought or final thoughts, please. Um, I think if you're going to do Ninja Turtles, uh, filmmakers out there, you know Michael Bay. I'm talking directly to you because I know you listen. Um. He's trying to learn how to make movies. Yeah, sorry. He so saw the movie podcast. Yeah. He's like, maybe so, I can uh, get something out of yeah. this. Yeah, put down the book and um, maybe just uh, use makeup, use puppetry. Spend that million, you know, spend about a uh, seventy-five million dollars that you did on this hundred and you know thirty million dollar film, and just put that into makeup and not Megan Fox's makeup. You know, which is like a birthday cake on her face. Fuck. Practical yeah. effects. Yeah, you know, just keep. Are we yeah. still talking about his Megan Fox's face? Practical mm-hmm. effects. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, that's why she's I think a we pretty should. girl. I'm just kidding around, but uh, but honestly, just just go back and I think what a lot of these things are losing is they're obviously losing the heart. And I, you sure? What he, somebody's out there probably laughing, being like, "Heart and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles." Yeah, the fucking is. Yeah, so don't be a fucking asshole. That's what allows it to be pliable. Yes. is that you believe the relationships between the characters and you. Develop a relationship. One of the with most heartwarming scenes comes from the first movie where it's Raph in the bathtub again. No, oh. crying with Splinter. Like, yeah, they're oh, right. The yeah. puppet's crying, and he's like, "And I know you're hurting." Like that's fucking. That's some deep shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's heart in the story. It's somebody once said, "Originality is gone with filmmaking." Like, there's no such thing as an original idea in filmmaking anymore. There's no such a, no such thing as an original idea in, in anything. And in, in all seriousness, yeah, I got it in. But at the same time, like you have this storied history with the turtles, and yet you only choose certain aspects of it to make, like mm-hmm. the big explosions, the big technodromes, the big baddies, and then you like you put them on fucking steroids. 
That's mm-hmm. what. That's pretty much what I can say about the news. You put them on steroids. Dial it back and go back to the roots of it all. See what made it great from the dark, from the dark original run, mm. the '87 and onwards. Well, yeah, and okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, just look at the history of the turtles and go from there. Like, you see, and, there's a pattern with it. Yeah, and do what the first filmmakers did, which was draw from the source material that was outdoing your competition right fucking now. Like, you're going up against the Avengers, and you don't want to use the source material that destroyed the Avengers in comic book sales? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that would be too fucking good of an idea. Well, I noticed the pattern just even recently. It's It goes cartoon, which is all campy. Before, yeah. that was the comics that was dark. Yeah. Then you get the first Turtle movie, which was dark. Mm-hmm. Then it goes campy. But I love that they pitch this shit as gritty. It's not. Here's the There's no basis for reality. Oh, oh three. Fake was the second was the other cartoon went dark, then the CGI movie stayed along, floated between both lines, then the new shit went dark. I mean, didn't go dark, just went fuckery. Yeah, but the new cartoon that's out now is the perfect blend of both campy and dark at the same time. Yeah, I just watched an episode recently where the Triceratons pretty much put Earth in a black hole, and Splinter is pretty much dead. And it's like, where do you go? That's an interesting point. When when they take Splinter in the first one, mm-hmm. you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like, even you reading the comics or watching the cartoon as a kid, you're like, oh, no. What do you do? Like, you're worried for that fucking guy. And then when he uses his last bit of strength at the end to fucking throw Orokosaki off the fucking building. He does it like, so masterfully. Oh, beautiful, right? And it's like, you realize now that it's because of a lack of range of motion with the puppet. But in the film, they frame it as he's fucking beaten up and been hanging from a fence for the whole goddamn movie, you know? So it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And, of course, Shredder's taking pot shots at him, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that backhand that Shredder throws at uh, Splinter in the first film? Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Business time. <laughs> so uh, just show your kids the old one. Yeah. yeah. Bust out a VHS. Don't be chintzy. If you have to go buy one, I'm pretty sure you can find one. Any, any final thoughts? Any thoughts sure. Sorry, Nick. Any thrift uh, story? No, said. I mean, I mean, <laughs> the, just the same, just the same as what we're all saying. Just go back and watch the originals. I mean, I can't believe what a, well, you know, I'm sorry to take it negative again, but yeah. I cannot believe what a misstep spending 135 million dollars on this movie is. Oh, absolutely. How, how does that get past anybody? No, like, it's because Ninja Turtles is a guaranteed toy product, et cetera, et cetera. But if you don't make a product that people have fun with. Then, like, this movie seems like it's serving super fanboys, trying to bring them back in to the mm-hmm. to the society when, it, or bring them back into the fold rather, uh, because of all the like the outrage over the first film, the April O'Neil solo film, uh, with glimpses of turtles in it. But what they <laughs> what they still didn't do is, you know, like, okay, so you. <laughs> You brought in a 30-year-old fanboy, and maybe you please them slightly more. Or, you know, uh, a girl who's now got, uh, you know, who grew up in the 80s and now has a niece or nephew that that might, you know, a guy or girl that might have, you know, a niece or nephew. And you think, okay, great, so they're back on side with you. But the fucking kids aren't, and the teenagers aren't. Like, mm-hmm. the whole point is that the, the mentality of the tur- also the turtles sound all like they're 35. Except yeah, for Mikey. So Grandpa Leo, yeah, who's you know whatever. Fuck, like it <laughs> sounds like Raph smoked a whole carton of menthols. Yeah, <laughs> what fucking teenager have you ever heard like that? 
You show up in grade nine. It's like, hey, I'm Brandon. How are you? I'm fucking twelve years old. The only time they sound like the only time they sound like that is when they have strep throat. Yeah, you know, it's not pretty when you have. Well, that doesn't come till grade eleven when all the making out starts. You know, well, they are sixteen. Yeah, are they sixteen in this film? Well, I guess technically they'd be eighteen. Okay, so they can vote. (laughs) That you're voting for Trump. Yeah, great. Make America great again. Except for Donnie, he's voting Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I've been thinking about that too recently. What happens if Trump's president? We lose Ninja Turtles forever. Well, no, we. <laughs> what happens if Trump's president? We got to build a fucking military. Trump, if, dude, if Trump becomes president, then you just watch The Running Man. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. You watch that game. Is that in Diving for Dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I think Russia invades them. I think that's what happens. So, so Patrick Swayze comes back from the dead and leads the Wolverines. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna cut all this anyways. I know. All right. Uh, I have no final thoughts. I love this. I love the turtles. I love them so much. Do justice to them. They deserve uh, all the love that they've given to us over the years, and all the great products that they've given to us over the years, and taking our money. Um, Some of the best bed sheets. Yeah, all the soft. Owned. Turtle wax. I wonder well, what the every time you, every time that. you hear turtle wax, you're just gonna think of is it Donnie? No, it's Mikey. It? Mikey. When Mikey picks up the turtle wax and just gives that shit grin. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, funny one, Mikey. <laughs> hey, Mikey. Yeah, it was yeah. a raft too. Yeah, it's his first line after the. And he gives him a noogie. The yeah. get something to eat around here. Um. Yeah. Great. I love the how pliable, how malleable the world is. Love the films. Uh. Even the stupid ones, I guess. You know, I'm still going to watch. Actually, I did watch the first Bay one again in preparation for this. And as much as I hated it, as soon as Eternals came on the screen, I was okay with it. Even though they look like fucking cow bungling. So true. I don't know. What the hell? They were cow bungling. Yeah, they were cow bungling. So, all right. They were cow bungling, April. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a naughty word. I know. Cow bungling. Baby, I'm I encourage all of you. you. <laughs> I encourage all of you to grab a blanket and some popcorn, sit on your couch. And cowabunga your girlfriend. And watch, throw on the Turtles 87 cartoon or the 90s movie or anything like that and do a little cowabungling. Remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. And we could probably talk for several more hours on the episode about these guys. So please reach out to us this week. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Mermal Podcast. You can also email the show at show at moviesrummylife.com. Uh, do you guys want to offer up your Twitters? Uh, I'm at Ant East at, uh, on the Twitter there. At YR underscore homeboy. That means you're homeboy. That's what I am. You're at- homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in there. That's that is so good. It's Stan. <laughs> Nick. I'm at... Gingers underscore revenge. And I'm at not Brandon Fleet uh, on the Twitter. Uh, if you're listening to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or pretty much any podcatcher, wherever you like to listen to the show, uh, thank you for doing so. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you check us out. Uh, we also love to get comments on the SoundCloud page. I think we were talking about that the other day, that we're going uh, cross-eyed from kind of trying to balance all of the different platforms that we 
are talking to people on. So we like to try and stick to either uh, SoundCloud, if we could, that's what we're going to push now, or Twitter, so you can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, and then if it's something more than 140 characters, I guess go with the email. But yes, subscribe, rate, review, listen. Uh, we got some really wicked stuff coming up. Uh, we, I, I'm actually probably the most excited that I have been since like the first few episodes in terms of what's coming up. It's really, really cool stuff. Um, and uh, you can check out clips on YouTube. Uh, we're still trying to get the camera situation under control here, but we're doing it. We're doing our whole refab, going through editing, all kinds of stuff. So there'll be tons of stuff going up on YouTube. So subscribe to us there. You can check us out on moviesroommylife.com, which is also getting a revamp very soon. A lot of new content and a lot of new ideas going up. We're actually going to include a panelist section so you can see all our ugly mugs. And we're also <laughs> going to start doing group reviews where we're just going to be giving scores on on some of the films we talk about here and uh, also some more um, content about the show and uh, about some of the films that we're watching that maybe we don't get a chance to talk about. Lastly, uh, I'll pump the Facebook, which we've uh, got up. And it's, you know, I know it sounds silly to say, but I remember the first episode I pumped it in, we had four people. And without any of these stupid Facebook ads or anything like that, we went up to 85. So <laughs> still, we got to pump the Facebook a little bit more because the Twitter numbers and the Facebook numbers aren't very even. But you can check us out there. Uh, and we put like pictures and naughty stuff up. So that's good. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? Yeah, it was fun. It was yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I do have a question, though. If you keep cow bungling, will you go blind? <laughs> no, but you might end up uh, pregnant. Yeah. It's... Thanks for hanging out with us. Brush your teeth.